You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's going on, everybody? It's a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We're here to hit our marks and want to do it right now. I'm Drew Shade. I'm Donye. Ephraim Sykes. Cord Arrington Tuttle. <laughs> welcome, 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 Come y'all. Through. Hi. We got one one newbie and hey. one returning guest. Yes. Hello. And I love it. I'm, I'm really yes. excited. It's a, a room full of men today. Okay. You know, so we got, we got Ephraim Sykes. Yo. Who is uh, just you know all around good guy, <laughs> a, a good Broadway uh, a star. You a Broadway star? Let him know. Is that for real? Yeah. yeah let him know, T. What you mean? Is that for real? Is that for real? Because when I think of Broadway stars, I think of other people. I'm thinking of my little raggedy ass. What? <laughs> don't do that. It's true. Don't, are you serious? It's true. And from just how many Broadway shows you been in? That don't mean. I don't make your Broadway star. I ain't asking you that. How many Broadway shows you been in? I think this is six. Six, right? I think. Think this, this is six. six. And what is this? This is Ain't Too Proud is the next one. Ain't Too Proud of who you playing? I'm playing David Reffin. Come on, come Dave, through. Come on, come through. Through. Come through. So you, about, you, are, you are a lead on Broadway. This will be my first lead. This okay, first but you're lead. also original member of Hamilton. Yes, sir. You're also original member of Motown, the yes, musical. Sir. You've also done Little Mermaid. Yep. You've also done, what else am I missing here? Newsies. The newsies. You was the only black man in Newsies. Sure was. The, the black the man was up in there so angry. <laughs> 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 Woo, they were like, oh, calm down. It's a Disney show. I was like, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I'm black. You don't want to talk about this. Um, <laughs> you was, the, but you was the token in Newsies. I was like, the you token. was. That puts you on the map, though. Oh, for the little white kids? Yeah. 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 <laughs> for the little white kids. Yes. And then you also did Hairspray Live when Hairspray you were Seaway, Seaweed. Yes, sir. With Ariana Grande. You got Ariana to kiss Ariana Grande. Grande. Yes, I did. Is it Ariana or Ariana? Uh, Ariana. Ariana Grande. Yeah. All right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how was that? You got to kiss her. Man, that was a dream. It, it was, was a dream. dream. I it, like, but not even. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have dreamt that. That whole experience I was talking about with my, with my friends today. I literally could not have dreamt that, and mm. it became. One of the most a fun, uh, but like again, dreamlike experience I've ever had. And now it was why is that? F- uh, getting to be on live TV talking about what it is to be black—that mm-hmm. was a dream for me. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to sing and dance in that man—that was my first like big role. You know what I mean? And then like working with people like Ariana, Jennifer, and Martin Short and Harvey Wine. Like it was yeah. this squad was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, the first they called me in for it twice. Before I, and I turned it down both times because I was dead sure that you turned I couldn't down. Do it. Wait, you turned down the show? I turned down the auditions. Wow! <laughs> I was at wow. Y'all ain't gonna have me holler and bust my chords. I, I know I can't sing this music. Is how I felt, 
And what? B, you ain't gonna cast me because I looked at the cast sheet. I saw Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson, Martin, all these other people. I'm like, well, y'all gonna get Chris Brown to be seaweed or somebody, right? <laughs> cool, because he can Chris sing Brown. that high. Yeah, <laughs> me, I'm a good baritone, and I was like, Ugh. so then two months later, they come back again. They're like, Ephraim, Ephraim, please. They just want you to send in, just send in a tape. It doesn't have to be crazy. Just they just need somebody they feel like that can maybe match up with Ariana. I guess maybe in look and height and I don't know what else. I was like, all right. I called up my boy Derek Baskin, who you know. I was like, Derek, yeah. come on to my house and help me out. I'm going to do this one take, and it's going to be it. And um, sure enough, out of that, my, I still got this little self-tape from my living room. They called me back about a day later, say, hey, uh, so you got this part. And I was like, what? Wow. Get your yeah. life. So it's like, wow. I, I, I guess, I get, again, I say it's, I can't call it a dream come true because I couldn't have dreamt it. I didn't, mm-hmm. believe, I didn't believe I could do it at all. And then to get there to the night of, the day of, and, like, literally have one of the most, for me, fulfilling nerve-free performances I've ever had in my life. Like, the stakes had never been so high for me. Wow. Um, and then I remember in that moment, I turned to Jennifer Hudson, and we both looked at each other. I said, this is weird. She's like, yeah, this is weird. I was like, I don't feel any nerves or anxiousness. She's like, I don't either. And it was a matter of, like, we kind of had given it up to God in this way. Mm. Yeah. And I could trust in that moment. I literally, like, I don't care what happens. I, it was so... Sometimes you go out to experience that's so daunting that I can't focus on how daunting it is. Yeah. Just kind of what's happening with Ain't Too Proud, too. I just got to literally <laughs> take my hands off the wheel mm. and trust that he's going to take the wheel and drive it for me. And See, I literally remember a moment that I, like, had a truly out-of-body experience in the middle of, like, my number. And I was like, I started watching myself wow, moving around. Wow. And it was that moment for me. And I, was, I couldn't believe it by the time I was all through. That's, That's so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That is extremely beautiful. <laughs> oh, Why are we the same Because we felt it. <laughs> yeah. We felt it. That's extremely beautiful. Yes, beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. J-Hud was your mama. That was my mama, man. <laughs> I love her with all my heart, man. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah. That's awesome. And so how's the process with Ain't Too Proud been? You guys been have been working on this piece for what two almost years? two years now yeah. yeah two years now actually as of next month it'll be two years wow. that's crazy so it's been yeah. a long process it went the long haul which none of us really expected mm-hmm. um and none of us like i can't say none of us hoped for that the long haul that it is but it just became what the process is and therefore it has been beautiful every step of the way we learn all right we're not, you know, for for us all the time, it's all right, we're not going to Broadway yet. It's okay. We're going to step back down and let's do this work. We had to continue to see and hope that, uh, you know, know that God was doing this on purpose, that every step of that process has to, had to be a part of it. And that has allowed us to continue just to know who we are, know what we want to say, be clear, be deep uh, with our intentions, with the, because this is a, you know, this show is for us and us. I mean, yeah. black folks, it's huge for our culture. Yeah. We feel like yeah. you know, we want to do it right. We want to do it proud. And we have a group the whole group, top to bottom, um, is very much an ensemble piece that everybody just, it's like, it feels like a big potluck. Everybody comes into the room every day giving the best of whatever they got. Mm, yeah. And, man, we the way we push each other and pull each other and love on each other, man, it's another one of those experiences that we get to be us. We don't care what folks got to say, and we just hope that if we be us and if we do uh, ultimately God's work, people will receive it the way that he intends it. Amen. Yeah, you know? amen, amen. And with a book with by uh, Dominique Mariso. And with the Dominique Mariso at the helm, man, look, we in good hands. Yeah. I remember the first Gorgeous. time I read that script, I was actually, it was right after Hairspray. Right after Hairspray, next day, my phone is ringing off the hook, right? All my agents, my managers, they have, like, you Ephraim, you have literally like 20-some-odd meetings with every network, every cast. And Everybody wanted to see you. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to see me that next two, three days. So I stayed out there. I met with all the who's and who. And uh, by the end of it, everybody's like, yo, so uh, you need to come to L.A. We want you to be here. Can you move here? You know, what are you going to do? Let's be here for policies and let's start going to policies. I'm like, all right, well, mm-hmm. let's give it a try. I get out there day one of this quote unquote pilot season 
And the first audition I have is for Ain't Too Proud. Wow. wow. Stop. The first audition. Now, matter of fact, so I had like a couple of days before I came out there for that policy, and I came back to New York for a couple of days. I'm in the park at the dog park, my little fat dog, and Derek Baskin came out there too. Same, he's always there, my angel. Yeah. And um, I get the email saying, hey, we want to see you for David Ruffin and Ain't Too Proud. And I was like, uh, Derek, have you heard about this show, Ain't Too Proud? He's like, Ephraim, I'm the lead in that. And I was like, wow. <laughs> he was like, Ephraim, that role David is something. Uh, he said, I really think you should go in. I was like, but I'm supposed to do policies, and they do it. Talking about doing a workshop. I can't do the workshop. Maybe if they let me just come in later in the process. So then cut to L.A., can you come in? We'll come out to L.A. and audition out there. And I'm like, all right, as long as y'all know that I can't do the workshop, that I can maybe, you know, y'all still see mm-hmm. me there. Like, all right, of course, right after the audition. They're like, uh, we really want you to do this workshop. And I was like, y'all, I don't know. This is not a part of my plan right now. So then um, they were like, look, just take a look at the script. I didn't know Dominique's work like that yet. Uh, so I started looking. <laughs> you know, I swear to God. And I was like, because I love this group. This thing yeah. means a lot to me. And uh, I started reading the script. And I was playing the songs along with the script as I was reading it. And literally, I started getting to the place where I'd see uh, some lines and stuff like that. And music would start playing before it was even there for written in the script. And I get to the part in the script and said that song in particular. But mm. like, I started having a real connection to this wow. piece that literally was like my eyes were watering. And I was like, I couldn't believe what I was reading. And mm-hmm. I was new and I was like, I have to do this. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? For me, it's always been about like not where I do my work, whether it's on this stage, mm-hmm. that Broadway stage, or this TV show, or in somebody's you know garage somewhere, as long as the work I feel is good and speaks to me. And that one spoke to me very loudly. Mm-hmm. It's like I had to do it. Yeah, so it felt like it aligned. It aligned. And I That's called my agents up. I was like, look, y'all, I'm sorry, but I got to do this. They're like, Ephraim, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, man. Mm. They were like, all right, they got behind me. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's so beautiful. Now. And so you've been two hey, years man. on the tour. It's coming to Broadway. Coming to Broadway. Your first leading role. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Man. Thank you, man. Wow. It's so funny because I mean I've I've watched you grow and and just keep yeah. growing over the past years That's and the goal. and to uh, be in a show like this yeah. that is like a, a staple for the black community in this way and Broadway yeah. is mm-hmm. is that's the pinnacle. And so to see yeah. the Temptation story and you playing David, like you got some shoes to fill. Leon, brother, Leon is my David still till I die. We were talking the other night. I was like, yeah. Leon is David. Like I, that when I think of David Ruffin, I think of Leon damn near. Right. That's anonymous now. I'm David Ruffin. I'm David Ruffin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, that became that's what it is, man. Yeah. So much love for him. He'll never. He I I watched that damn movie till this day, and I'm like picking up my little notes and cues because he embodied that so, so well. Yeah, man. That's amazing, so. man. Well, we're we happy to have you. Go ahead. And so I just wanted to, to ask, with like all of the success of uh, the show, before it getting to Broadway, there wasn't like a little bit of thinking like, oh, we're going to get there. Because it's been doing amazing. It's been selling out. Was there like a little kind of hint of we're going to go there, like we're on that track? It'll happen? Well, I think, honestly, if I'm being honest, after the workshop, we knew we had some in our hands. Mm-hmm. And then we as a cast, we all felt it. But it was even the producers, the directors, and all other you know folks that they bring into those things the room kind of changed right. and when we left up out of there especially to hear from Dominique she's like she's kind of more like I don't care where this goes but know that you're doing something that's very powerful and for mm-hmm. her to have said that to me to us we were like alright we know we I don't know where it's going to end up going mm-hmm. but we got something and we took it out to Berkeley and it 
rocked Berkeley. So mm-hmm. right after that, we knew a bunch of the Broadway houses were coming out to see it. They loved it. The producers like the producers started telling us then we are going to see this thing through. We don't care how long it takes, which is why they set up sort of that mini tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they we luckily we were working with some producers that are the producers that uh, do heartfelt things. They're not mm-hmm. the producers that are like they stand on back and they wait for their money to roll in. Yeah, there's the producers they care about this show. They care about this message. They care about us. Now this mm-hmm. is led by mm-hmm. Stephen Bird and Aaliyah Jones. Is that front row? Uh, uh, they are part of it, but okay. the head producers are uh, uh, Tom and Ira. You know Tom Holst and Ira Pittleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the lead producers. Then Danielle Brooks. Gotcha. And then they have all the other investors and right. stuff. Right. Okay. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. But it was more so Tom and Ira that once they got their hands, once they saw it, they're like, "Y'all, our hearts are in this. We're gonna make sure we see this thing through." We're just waiting on a house to open up because at the time, all the houses were booked up. They had. <clears throat> they'd already scheduled such and such and this other show right, and this other show to come too, in. Yeah. So we couldn't get in nowhere, it seemed mm. like. And it still was like, y'all, for real, nowhere? Like, no house going to, like, yeah. open up for us? Y'all going to let whoever such and such come in with that? You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, with that with, shit. With that. That and you see they closing. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, man. And you know we we'll don't deal closing. well upon nobody's show. We don't want you know we all acting. We all want our shows to stay open and make money. But of at the course. same time, we're just like, yo, we know that what we're doing is important. Like, mm-hmm. Lord, please, why are we taking this long route? But again, it was one of those things we had to go day by day and realize what he was doing. He was yeah, like, yeah. all right, no, he's like, I want y'all to cook. I want y'all to mm-hmm. cook deeply, and then when y'all come, we're going to be ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. And it's season. So yeah. y'all marinated up in there. Hello? Maybe come on through. Marinated in that crock pot. I know yeah. that's right. It's in the crock pot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crock I pot live now. for a crock pot. Same here, crock man. Pot. Maybe a roast beef? Please. Come on. <laughs> Good old eight hours? Yeah. You know it's going to be tender. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we appreciate you coming in and, My pleasure, and joining man. us for the show, man. We, we're thankful to have you here. Pleasure so we also have... Cord. Hello. Who is back with us? Right. Yo, it feels good to be back. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm a, well, well, here. I'm here with you for the first right. time. Oh, but you're back with Off Book. Yes, I, yes. Am. I am. I was away and you came to play. I did. Hey. <laughs> I did. I scooted up in here. I said, yes, let me see. I sat right there, too. Oh, I did. And, yes. and you know, the people have, have been talking about you being on the show and how how soft and, and tender your voice is and how calming that you've you brought a certain type of energy to the show. And so we wanted to welcome you back, but then also the people have been talking about you coming for me um, <laughs> on on more than one occasion throughout the show. And so we just want to make sure that we change that up. Yeah. Okay. And that we... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you are so funny to I'm, me. I'm being serious. I so. know. <laughs> we just want to make sure we change that up, change the energy just a little bit, but you know, still bring back the same thing that you brought before. You know, you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So if I'm hearing you correctly, I'm hearing you correctly, um, you are happy to have me back. I am happy to have um, you back. And and you are looking maybe to not be held accountable. Oh. <laughs> is that what oh. okay. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh. Uh, you know what? We're just gonna move right along. <laughs> Diane, what is that gum marks? <laughs> what is that gum marks? Right, exactly. Gum um, marks. Wait, no, here, but I am here, I really am here. Just in the spirit of love. I'm oh, happy as they to hold be hands here. of solidarity. Yes, yes. Hashtag yeah. solidarity. Um, no, but also too, I appreciate that. I appreciate the kindness and yeah. The, yeah well, the, you know, we we yeah. love you here and we loved your energy, and so we're thankful to have you back. Well, thank you. Thank so you. So tell me a little bit about what's been going on with you since last since we last spoke. You've wow, been yeah. All over the place. I've been moving. I've been moving. Um so I literally like just a couple of hours ago got back from Mass Mocha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um in North Adams, Massachusetts, uh, the the Contemporary Art Museum mm-hmm. there, which is incredible. I, it was my first time there, uh, but I was there for a workshop of a new piece that I'm doing. Yes, okay. now. Yeah, a new musical piece. Yes, that now. I think we're still figuring out how to talk about it and how to describe it. I mean, the so project- So you're not calling it an opera anymore? Well, 
it, it, it is rooted in the classical and operatic tradition, mm. but it is busting <laughs> out of it. Like it is it's busting out of that it, form. It, it transcends that a little bit mm -hmm. and it's doing something a little bit different. So while it is, I mean, in the composer, um, Bryce Desner is. I'll, I'll put it this way. So last night, um, we had our we had our first kind of presentation of the work, mm -hmm. and um, and so I wrote the libretto. I'm the librettist for this project. Yes. And, um, thank yes. You. <laughs> thank That's you. That's a beautiful thing to hear. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And so, and it was the first time really. You know. And you know how like you know how y'all you know how y'all be. Yep. Like the the audience gets there, <laughs> and then like you wreck me right because here I am. I've spent time with what we've been doing, mm -hmm. and then especially like right when it's opera, like when it requires so much. Like I just wasn't ready for what it was fully gonna be uh, yeah. and so the minute you know the strings came in and they started and the vocalists came in and the, the ensemble we're working with um, they're incredible they're called room full of teeth mm -hmm. and, oh, wow. um, and Caroline Shaw is a member of that collective and, and she's I mean it's really like they as an ensemble they are an instrument and what yeah. they can do with their voices is virtuosic it's yeah. really it's stunning um, anyway so you know so the strings come in and then the vocals come in y'all this was like 30 like maybe 20 seconds into into the presentation, and I'm just like, balling, balling, just balling. If you guys can't really see Cord, but Cord speaks with his whole body. I see. Mm -hmm. I'm like, he was really dancing, baby. Yeah, like he he speaks with his whole body, his face, his arms, his entire body. So when you hear silence on the microphone, that means he's pretty much <laughs> dancing and interpretive gesture, right? <laughs> gesture, interpretive um, dancing his his expression. So. Um, yeah, and so, um, yeah, so there was something about, and I was like. Those tears that contained a lot, contained mm -hmm. a lot. Um, you know, there was gratitude and there was joy and there was uncertainty, but there was also, those were also, he those tears were also healing. They yeah. were coming from like just, you know, hours and hours of labor and toiling and not knowing and on the brink of giving up and walking right. away from the yeah. project and failure and what am I doing and is this right, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and receiving the affirmations and then disregarding the affirmations mm -hmm. and, and all of that. And so in that moment, when when the show began, the lights went down and the show began, like the feeling I had was like, how am I deserving of mm. you know, assembling my thoughts, my uh -huh. ideas, my questions onto the page, passing them along to a composer who could kind of in a really beautiful prismatic and textured way um, explode those thoughts, those ideas, those questions, and then literally construct them so that literal angel, so that I could receive them back with the voices of angels, through the yeah. voices of angels. And I was like, God, you are so good. And wh why and how, you know? And so I, even as I was hearing the words, I was envisioning myself at the laptop, right? Like, yeah. like you know, I was like envisioning the, you know, the, the indention and the shifts and the typing. And uh. then to hear them back in this, I was so... Needless to say, I'm very full. Hey. Come on now. I'm full. Overflow. Overflow. Abundance. Yes. Hey, maybe yes. you gotta have a little sauce under your teacup. Yes. Yes. Hey. yes. Um, but at the same time, right, like a nigga is spent because I'm tired. <laughs> right? Um, and the nature of this pro. <laughs> so I just, you know, like, That's so. Real. What's the name of it? Um, triptych. Okay, and so when we will we get a chance to see it, or is there a time that will it'll be in New York in the city? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the full title is Triptych: Eyes of One on Another. Oh. Um, we have our premiere in a couple of months mm -hmm. um, at the University of Michigan, um, at this, the the uh, the musical society there. Um, but our we have a premiere in LA at the LA Philharmonic, and and then June sixth through eighth is the 
New York premiere at BAM. Yay. Okay. So it'll be here this summer. Wait, so this is not the the opera supposed to be here in February? Oh, oh, yeah. So February, we have an we have an in process or a kind of works in process presentation right. at the Guggenheim on the seventeenth. But is that open to the public? It is. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a show at three o'clock and a show at seven thirty. February seventeenth. February seventeenth. February seventeenth. Yeah. Oh, come through. Um, which is a Sunday. Uh, yeah, which is a Sunday. Yeah. Isn't something else happening that weekend or on the seventeenth? Yeah, something else is like happening. Like the 14th through the 7th, sev- <laughs> somewhat? Yes, the show that I'm in, the 13th through the 17th. Yes. National Black Theater. Yes. <laughs> the first deep breath. Yes. And so, yeah, that'll be happening. Yeah. So We're it's also going to come and support you. At, well, at, it's a big weekend, likewise. Yes. Hey. Well, I, yeah. appreciate um, I appreciate that. So what? what is, <laughs> and this is something I actually did want to talk about um, with you all. Mm-hmm. Um, so while like what, what coexists alongside you know the gratitude and what I was describing there that feeling of you know joy elation healing all of that is um, is the fuckery as well mm-hmm. and by that I just mean the the working dynamic is such <laughs> that around the table and with the core collaborators you know as the librettist the composer the co-directors um, I am the only black person. Mm. Yikes. <laughs> yikes. 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 yikes! Very real. Yikes. Um, yes. Yeah. So I mean, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the only, so I'm the only black person, and I and I am now. And, you know, I'm in a place where I can. Are there black bodies in the show? There are black bodies in the show. Oh. Of course. Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. There are mm-hmm. bla- there are black bodies in the show. Um, some incredible folks, Isaiah Robinson. Um, Alicia Hall Moran is in the show, or okay. the, in this iteration of it, mm-hmm. we, as we're working and massaging. Um, it's been incredible to have them along for the journey so far, as mm-hmm. we discover what it is we're, what it is we're making. Gotcha. Um, so to con- to place some context around it, um, do you all know who Robert Maplethorpe is? The, I know yes. that name. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the photographer, yeah. Um, visual artist, um, the white man who took photos and some of the photos were of like black bodies and very suggestive. Yeah. Didn't like he like steal those photos from like somebody else? Like weren't they? I don't know about No, I don't think part. so. But yes, but yes mm-hmm. to that. Right. So um, he is. Um, so his photographs, you know, where it's contrast and saturation and shadow. So there's yeah. a kind of like uh, it's rooted in aesthetically. A lot of it is rooted in a kind of um, classical. And they look and beautiful. They're gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. They're, they're gorgeous. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And and he is an, an, a source of inspiration for me when I think about symmetry and think about you mm-hmm. know. But 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 also it's complicated, right? Because a, a large chunk of how he like what what his legacy kind of rests upon is the exploitation mm-hmm. of. Of the black male body yeah. and black male form. Uh, okay. Are you? Are you, are you I'm you looking it up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his work is his. It, yes, his work is gorgeous. But yeah. Right. And so you know, and part of what's been cool about this project is that having access to the archive has meant that I've been able to deepen my appreciation mm-hmm. of his breadth of perspective and view, mm-hmm. and also I think speaks a lot to American culture when I think about the images that have been shown and also his kind of major collections, what reside in them, because I've discovered things that live outside of, outside mm. of that. Um, but, right, mm-hmm. and you can like just do a quick Google to know I that see. the conversations and the room mm-hmm. are sensitive and yeah, are complicated, and to be the, you know, one black person on this side of the table in the room is, requires mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, so I guess the question I kind of want to pose, or one of the questions on my mind is, Right when you feel called to be somewhere, mm-hmm. right when when the universe has made it clear that 
this is not by accident, yeah. right? And you're here for a reason. And outside of advocating for oneself, right, and raising questions and 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 doing the hard thing sometimes, saying the hard thing, broaching yeah. the, the difficult topic, um, be, being willing to lean into discomfort and exist there for a while yep. and upset people in the spirit of progress and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and also retribution, healing, reparations, you know, all, all of that that I think lives inside mm-hmm. the work. And that's the only way I can justify really resurrecting mm-hmm. him in 2019 in this yeah. moment in time, right? So when you all find yourselves in situations mm-hmm. that feel... I mean, maybe like Newsies, you know, like, is it like, what are y'all's thoughts on navigating, navigating situations where you know that the work you're doing is more than you, than, than what's on your contract, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, just by nature uh-huh. of being, but you know, yeah. so like, you know, you don't pull yeah. the plug, right? You don't walk away because God's, it's clear that you're supposed to be there. But in those kind of situations, how do y'all feel about even like how to like navigate through that right because like Donnie right because you like do not work with white directors Mm -mm. right so yeah and so I um or maybe not do not but yeah and and, and where I'm at right now in my journey I uh, prefer and I require to work with uh, black directors Mm -hmm. um just because already a shorthand and I don't have to teach the director things about a culture when they should be directing the piece um, but in, in terms of, cause I've been in situations where I am the only black person, mm-hmm. I'm the only queer person. Um, and I look at it as an opportunity to be the fullest me I possibly can be, yeah. to be the most authentic me that I possibly can be. And then also, uh, always showing up for myself first and foremost, and then the community in which I represent. I remember, uh, for, um, a musical that I'm working on right now, um, when we were working on the like outline uh, to get the presentation ready, um, there was a moment where one of the characters um, in, in the book that is based off of, um, it talks about this character like eating fried chicken and like these very real things, but that felt like it could have went in a very stereotypical way. And I remember um, in the deck, I said, we will not have that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, at all. Oh, we talked about that. We now? talked. Uh, well, we can't talk about too much, but we can talk about. Oh, okay. A little, cause you so, you was ready to <laughs> spill like, all hey. the tea. Um, so this is y'all remember back in the day when we <laughs> talked about the buckets of fried chicken. This is what Diane was talking about. And, and and but so I share that I said we cannot have that in there. Um, but it found its way back in there. Oh, huh. and it was literally uh, the day before we was going to uh, share with a, a, a producer, and I had to. Uh, be that black Donye that said absolutely not and this is why we aren't going to do it and literally if I'm the only black person in the space like what can you say Exactly. like what can they say like oh I know your culture like I know the ramifications better than you know the ramifications they said you know what we won't have it in there but I had to learn that being able to like navigate that and like what to say but then also having to give context sometimes when like that can be the part that's exhausting and that's tiring Mm -hmm. and understanding like what are the battles in which you're going to choose and then when you are going to uh, uh, navigate and choose these battles how much of it will affect the work right and it's like you know what I'm just going to like take this right now because if I if I go in a different direction it will affect the work versus I'll be able to uh, speak up about this and still be able to produce very good work. 
Um, so it's, it's always been about like finding that balance and understand like what that balance is. Mm-hmm. I'm getting infuriated just thinking about yeah. having to do that. So um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had to do that in, in my creative process because I've been very particular about working with mm-hmm. black people only, especially in building something creatively like, uh, you know, a show or, or producing a, an event. I've only really worked with black. I've never had to answer to mm-hmm. or uh, be in a group with um, a white production team that I can recall. And so I don't think that I've ever had to address that. And I'm scared that one day I will have to do that because now that I'm going in a different direction in my career um, and in my my artistry, I know that there's probably going to be a time where I'm going to have to face that without showing my whole ass. <laughs> because, you know, I will show my whole yep. ass. And so, um, Lord, Father God, be with me. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's like the thing about it is, like, you could go and show your whole ass justifiably you know right. what i'm saying but going back to what he was saying when you know god has called you to be there right. in that moment that you know god has called you to be there then you start to have to be a little bit more uh i like to use the word discernment mm-hmm. yeah and discernment being a spiritual term, on, you know I, mm-hmm. you know me come on baby <laughs> baptist kojic full gospel you know what i'm saying yes. um so you got to start to be able to use you can speak you, you can hear it in yourself when he's saying Go ahead and say, stand up for your people right now. Uh-huh. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. Let them know, humanize a lot of people and mm-hmm. speak to be a voice for a lot of people right now. Yeah. And there's other times he's like, you know, these words, even if you did, it will fall on deaf ears and you just be showing your ass. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not time. That's real. Um, so then it becomes, what I've learned recently uh, is that there are a lot of, and I'm going to say others, but, you know, specifically white folks, that they... Ignorance isn't the crime. Ignorance is not a sin. It's just a lack of information that they have, a lack, a lack of information and a lack of experience. Mm-hmm. And that most of them, even with their ignorance, sometimes that leads them to do crazy, shady things. They want to be able to be engaged. They want, especially nowadays, to be a part of the conversation. They want to honestly, honestly be led through that. And some of them even want the argument, which mm-hmm. I actually encourage. I want to go have the back and forth with you so you can see all in your right mind and I can pull your right mind apart mm-hmm. with actual experience. Mm. Yeah. So then you got to be able to know, again, when you're dealing with the folks that, like, I do want to engage even though I don't know nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or at least this person I can tell is open for the conversation. Because they will then, try it. Once they realize oh, they you're will. open, yeah. they will try Once they realize it. You're, <laughs> this is a black person that's not afraid to talk race with me, uh-huh. they all of a sudden is like, well... I want to ask everything. <laughs> when I when I rap Kendrick Lamar, release, can I say the N word? Like, no, no, bitch, you cannot. And this, like, honestly, honestly, this you have to explain to them why you cannot. They don't right. understand off top just that know. like it's a song. Why I'm just singing a song. I don't mean it any kind of way. And you know, you guys say it in this kind of work that means right. love, that means friend, that means all this kind of. They don't. They don't come from our world. So then again, when God calls you to something that you know is bigger than you, mm-hmm. knowing how to stand up, make make it continue to be about the work because mm-hmm. that's always should be first. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then know when you're having those kind of teachable experiences that you don't all the time and you don't always have to show your ass to enlighten everybody to slap right. you don't have to show your ass to slap a head absolutely you know what I'm saying true and then you know you know when it's time it's like alright now you're actually being disrespectful so now I'm gonna show my ass yeah um, <laughs> but again it's all what I say discernment yes. Yeah. yeah yes yes come on you better preach hey Reverend, come on now. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here Listen, for it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, and speaking of, of, of uh, you know, them just not having the information, we also experienced a show this week that just yeah. wasn't for us. Yeah. Um, but Danya actually loved it. We went to see Blue Ridge. Hell I mean, yeah, I, I, did. didn't, I didn't necessarily not love it. It just wasn't for me. So I, yeah. I was having a difficult time processing. And it was also a slow cooker. Yeah. It was like, 
You we was gonna ready take for our it to time like, to get to this conflict. It, it, you it, was like, ready oh for the my boom. god! I was like, come on! Like, what or why are we here? Like, <laughs> let's get there. I was glad to be exactly where we were. I know you were. I was glad. I know you were. I will say the only thing though I was over is I was so Atlantic. Uh, uh, gave me the tickets, and I was like, why did y'all put me? Well, you like sitting on the aisle, so I. Know I like sitting, you... <laughs> but then I like sitting in the aisle, so I can bounce when it's time to bounce. But then I also like sitting in the back. They gave me. Second row, right in the middle. You a star? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you are. Oh, no, I, I, I was. I said y'all got me house. too damn close to this stage. <laughs> Hell to the no, no, no. <laughs> but the show was amazing. Yeah, the, I mean, the, was the good. production, the play itself. I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. And I, um, the 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 playwright Abby, um, I, I reached out to her earlier today actually just to tell her, um, how much I enjoyed it. I thought that the the structure of it was very nice. Um, I enjoyed how much of a slow cooker it was and like the subtlety that still packs a punch. Cause I know as a writer, I write with a capital C conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a lowercase C. She, yes, she did. She and had it, a silent C. So- <laughs> Not a silent scene. I can't. But the thing with that that made it so beautiful is that it, I... I really had to listen and really pay attention to everything that was going on in every single character to see how they really um, interlocked with each other and like what were those moments and where how they the pushed forward the piece. Arise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how they pushed forward the piece because exactly. each character had their own moment, especially like it was almost like transferable energy mm-hmm. where it kept being like the ball kept being passed mm-hmm. along the way, and and you didn't really realize that the 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 story was ongoing because a lot of people, a lot of playwrights write where uh, the storylines are s- disconnected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was all connected, so everything pushed, but you didn't realize that was happening until maybe the end of the first act. Exactly. Um, right. And so and that's it's what two, like, it's a two-hander. It's a no, 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 no. It's a this six. Is, oh, why, what am I thinking of? I don't, I don't know. Oh, Lloyd, Lloyd's people. Oh, okay, oh yeah, the light. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, the light. That's okay. at MCC. This was mm-hmm. at Atlantic Theater yes. Company. We're talking about Blue Ridge. Yes, it just, yes, it actually yes, yes. closed today. So today was mm-hmm. the last performance. Yeah, yeah, cool. But, well, congratulations um, to them. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it was a good show. Crystal and Lloyd, who's been a guest, been on the uh, show. guest co-host, has been in the show before, mm-hmm. and she uh, starred in the show along with um, Kyle, Kyle Beltran. Yep. Um, yeah, so we did a piece with them for Broadway Black where we did interviews and photos that you can find on broadwayblack.com. But it was just a, I ended up just running into all of you there. Like, it was like, I didn't know Donnie was going to be there. I actually called you that day you ain't answered. Oh, absolutely you know. not. Oh. What you mean, absolutely not? First of all, I was oh. walking in the cold. So I wasn't going to, and it was a FaceTime. I was like, I am not going to take out this phone, make my fingertips freeze off to FaceTime this nigga. Can we talk about the FaceTime, though? We talked about what? the FaceTime. Y'all know I love to FaceTime. I know you, you want to do surprise FaceTime people. Yes. It's not even a surprise. It's like a phone call. That's no, it's not. It's not. FaceTime. It's not. A, 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 a phone call, call is a phone call. call. FaceTime is a FaceTime. But a phone call is a surprise too? But see, you can surprise phone calls. But now? you can have like, no. You can have a, a regular phone call. Phone calls are always a surprise. But you ain't got to worry about what position you might be seen in in the moment. Like all you know what I'm saying. Your environment. Like all of, exactly. all of, I can answer the phone when I'm on the toilet. I ain't gonna open my FaceTime when I'm on the toilet. Right? Oh, I definitely would. I yeah. yeah, yeah. You would, you I mean, I, well, we FaceTime <laughs> grandpa. In the shower yes, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who called me a grandpa? You called me a grandpa. I said, Grandpa, uh, I FaceTime on the toilet. <laughs> hell yeah, I'm FaceTiming on the toilet. You said, hell yeah. <laughs> Shit, I don't know what y'all talking about. There ain't nothing wrong with a little FaceTime. Okay. I enjoy FaceTime. Yeah, I like, I, I, like, especially with people that I love. There's, I, there's certain people that I don't I don't mind a surprise FaceTime. There's some people that I will answer that FaceTime when I'm like, got one eye open, it's 2 true. o'clock in the morning type of shit. But like, not, oh wow. Or yeah. like, you know, 
not just 2 o'clock, 10 a.m., you know what I mean? You get that early FaceTime. I'm not putting all my I'm not here for none of it. Yeah. Shoot a nigga a text. Well, sometimes you answer, sometimes you don't. Yeah. You're like, but sometimes it'll be like, uh, okay, Danya, where you at? Like, why you answer my FaceTime? Text, I'm on it. Uh, sometimes. Now, yeah, yes, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Don't like, be lying. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> uh, FaceTime, absolutely not. But yeah, so I didn't know that you were going to be at the show, and I didn't know, Ephraim, you were going to be at the show. Yeah. So we just happened to all just be there yeah. yep. at the same time. I was like, well, look at look at God. Uh-huh. Like, that, that means it's destined for you exactly. to come on and be on off book. So divine. Come on, Melanie. Yeah. I said, okay, that sounds about right. Let's do it. This week, yes. <laughs> come on through. Yeah, yeah, before you get too busy with rehearsals and everything. Baby, look. It's, it's, about it's, about, it's about to go down, baby. The avalanche Listen, is on the way. <laughs> I am I am too geeked about it. Hey. So, you know, we got Jeremy Pope, Jeremy Derek Jeremy Baskin, yes, Juwan Jackson. Yes, sir. James uh, Harkness. Yes, James Harkness. Khalif St. Alban. Yeah. Jarvis Manning. Come name through. the names. Asia, Thomas, Rashid, yes, right? Scott, yes. Taylor, Simone uh, Jackson. Got dog on uh what that boy name is Christian. I mean, yo, we got yo <laughs> name no, the real. names, yeah. Yo, the squad is is not a game, baby. Yeah. The squad is deep. The squad is get ready, y'all. Get ready, cause here they come. Yes, sir. I'm here for I'm the melanin. Loving it. Yeah. I'm here for the melanin. So we all went to see Blue Ridge. What else did we go see? What well, else? Not, oh. not all. You keep saying all Uh-oh. you know, I wasn't really there. That's Well you were you were working on your your operatic musical. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. Huh. Like, I'm you know. Yes, clarity. Thank you. <laughs> clarity is, is essential. Clarity is essential. Clarity is essential. Yeah, yes, essential. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Blue Ridge. I'm not excluding you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, hey. ba- I'm um, back. <laughs> I also went to go see King Kong this week. You okay. told me that. Yes. Have you go ahead. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say more. Okay. I didn't see it. That's <laughs> what that game. Nobody else has seen it? No. no. I haven't seen it. Okay, so the expectations were so low. Oh. That, well, okay. Well, because everybody has been talking about the show, and I hadn't seen it yet, I was you know uh-huh. sort of avoiding it. But I got invited to come see the show, um, and I actually went with Nasia. And wait, oh, okay. why were you avoiding right. it? Because everybody had been talking about the show, and, and it hadn't been good talk. Okay. Um, it had like you know people were telling me that they had walked out after the first act, or um that that, that New York Times review where there was basically like a blog post and not a real review. Oh, I remember that, which was trash. And so it's just like. Oh, it's it's like I'm. I just wasn't. I wasn't trying to add my I voice to the mix. Yeah, into. yeah, I wasn't trying to add my voice to mix, and my expectations were really, really low. But I was actually like thoroughly surprised. It's actually something very different. Um, it's it's a poorly written book, poorly written music, but the actors on stage are giving it everything that they have, like mm-hmm. the movement, mm-hmm. um, and the actors are selling this show. They yeah. they are, I mean, pouring their hearts out, and the. Uh, the puppet King Kong, like it's a huge puppet, cool. and that they have like ten people uh-huh. controlling this puppet, and they're giving you know choreography too. They're giving movement and and um, they're really invested. And so they're like, I think they're like four people up in the back of the house that like one oh my is the voice of it, and like they do the face and like everything is live and in tune. So like they're acting with electronic puppet. I don't I don't know. It's it's wow. It's really crazy, but at the same time, it's something that you've never seen on Broadway yeah. before, like nothing that you've ever experienced. So I would go just to see something that you've never seen before. And, and I have to admit that it was pretty scary, like before they introduce, <laughs> before they introduce the King Kong. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I wish I saw you. Oh, my God. Like, okay, so like, there's a moment where like uh, Christiani Pitts is, is hanging like by these vines and stuff and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be shooting this film and they hear something like coming upon them and you can hear the breath of King Kong and like you can sort of see the mouth a little bit yeah. um, but you don't really know what's back there and so it's like it gets sort of scary and like intense and like then all of a sudden he roars 
And when I tell you, Naja screamed. Of like, course she did. So she, I mean, she screamed so loud, Ooh. like it was blood curdling. Uh, like, and oh, everybody around us is laughing. <laughs> and like, even like at the beginning of the second act, where like they they came back because they had, I don't want to tell the story, but they had sort of captured King Kong in a way. Um, and the lady behind me was like, oh no. Like she was sort of sad for King. Uh, like you sort of start feeling for the animal because animal <laughs> has like facial expressions and she's acting yeah. with the, with this puppet. And like Christiani Pitts is, nobody else could sell this role. Yeah. Wow. Like she's, she's singing what they've, they've given her and she's making it so much bigger than what it actually hey. is. Like she is expounding she's what they've given her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look. She is like, I <laughs> There were moments in where she was just exaggerating like phrases and and melodies where it was just like mm-hmm. nobody can sing nobody's singing that like you are right yeah. like nobody is delivering yeah. like you are making me want to hear more and I wish it was more that was there for you to work with yeah. there was more yeah. melody yeah but she was delivering she was yes. acting she was singing like and she's giving me notes and like it's just it's just not well written yeah like there's nothing for her to do yeah. like she can't rewrite the music yeah. like. So, but she's singing. Yeah. Like, she is giving you everything that you need. So, I was like, I, I'm just so proud of her. I was so proud of her. Yeah. Um, mm. I, 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 I was blown away um, by what she delivered and what she was able to do with what she was given. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But, you know, there are some, there's some holes in there, but they are having a great time. Uh, and, and you have to have a body for this show. Like, they are bodied down. Really? Like, mm. the men are bodied down. Ooh, the women are, are okay. dancing. And, like, they have all the lines in the legs. Yeah. Um, why are you laughing? I just heard Jesus come out. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. That's like, he's over there having a response. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. the men are bodied down. Like, you know, Nick Rashad Burroughs just uh-huh. uh, entered the show, too. And he came and he stole the show for his, you know, his moments that he had. And um, But, you know, all them, they just had, they were just fit, fit men. And, like, you... <laughs> I'm like, okay, they got the proper pants. I wish y'all could see his like ah. movement of what fit looks like. <laughs> like, you know. like, it's like you pulling the fit men clothes. <laughs> they fit. Yes, yeah, like, like a, a double fist snatch too. Okay, it was like, fist very snatch. That's the new term. You double fist snatch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, oh, I must. I have to tell you, uh, Ephraim is the only straight man in here. Well, come so. on through. Hey, so I represent for our straight boys. Come on through. Intersectionality, motherfuckers. There we go. <laughs> We coexist. Yes, yes, we coexist. We coexist. Yeah, we so are that's in why these he's like, streets. That's why he's sitting up here smiling and laughing. Like, okay, <laughs> like, what, what else you got? <laughs> no, but you should know that at least what maybe probably what a good fifteen to twenty five percent of the podcast is dedicated towards Drew talking about men. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. No, so, it is not. It is. No, it is. Not. Oh, speaking of which, I ran into Terrell Avon McCraney on the street. No, and I really, did it no. again. Ah. I did it again. Yeah, what? <laughs> I, I I just always like put my foot in my mouth. Oh, um, we were. I was walking towards to go see King Kong, and I was running behind a little Ooh. bit, and I think he was walking to his theater, and he was like, he just waved and said, "Hey," and I said, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> you gave all that, that big yes, ass hey. I did. Like, <laughs> He's like just waved hey and then like he stopped for a second and like he looked just to, he's about to cross the street and he didn't want to get hit and I was like hey how are you stop good good to see you Aww. and like he's like okay like, right. like, <laughs> going by my way like, nigga, I mean he said he said he was you know he's like I'm I'm doing good I said good to see you good to see you too like but it was just like what uh-huh. am I doing why am I <laughs> like, big I did gesture I baby that's love I, because I really I just appreciate him and his work and I've exactly. said that before but it's just mm-hmm. like I'm such a fan yep. I I have not fanned out in so long like yeah. 
but I do it every time I see him. I'm like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> that presentation. Right, oh, like, ta -da, it's like, like, ooh, ooh. Da -da -da -da. He's like, like no. I'm fucking dance. I was like, what am I doing with my hands? Like, I literally caught myself in the middle of the street because I stopped in the middle of the street and I'm literally caught oh myself my like, gosh. Hey, like, what am I expecting to give me a hug? Like, what am I? Why are my arms out like this right now? Because <laughs> you were so full. He was probably FaceTiming. That's probably right. well. <laughs> well, there you go. See, you see, this is what they was talking about. Uh, this is what they was talking about. Don't come for me. I mean, I might have been. You said accountability. That's what it, that was the word, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh -oh. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I I can't believe I I did that. Like, uh, it just was so, so horrible. Oh, I do it sometimes. I hate it too. It's awkward. But you guys have to go see King Kong. Do we okay. have to? Yeah, go. <laughs> 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 Ooh. I was, that was not me. That wasn't me. <laughs> I mean, after everything you said leading up to it. It is a different experience. Okay. Yes. It's something that I think that everybody should at least, you know, go see and sit through once. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 it has some interesting <laughs> set pieces and like your language check me out every it's time just, what? it's just it's something that everyone should go see and sit through at least once <laughs> why are you what is wrong with that <laughs> see see I See? will say this though, right? Well, normally, and not it's not even coming for you, right? It's something else. <laughs> but in this moment, I appreciate your transparency, mm -hmm. right? Like the language is careful and it is hilarious, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you communicate yourself clearly. Very that. <laughs> and I and I he said exactly what he meant. And I appreciate that about mm -hmm. you. I uh, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I know you're not. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. I respect all the people that were on that stage that gave it their entire life like and they are in it they're in it to win it they are dedicated and it's beautiful to watch that that dedication mm -hmm. um and yeah i i enjoyed myself like you know especially with the other audience members we were laughing and and um it was totally different than blue ridge because right. blue ridge was like i did not get some of that humor yeah yeah it i did not like understand said, it wasn't necessarily for us it wasn't for us, but like people were cracking up, so it was more like interesting to watch the audience right. react to the piece than to actually watch some of the piece. Mm -hmm. But like, people were cracking up at certain yeah. things. I'm thinking like, that's fun. That's what you think is. I funny? had a slightly uh, opposite experience. I went the next night and saw an American uh, American Son. Oh God. Um, yeah. And oh God, they'd be laughing at certain things. Ooh, that's what I heard. And I was like. That's not funny. You hoes realize this ain't funny. Ooh, Lord. Right. Um, Ooh, and, and was, they closed uh, today too. Uh, oh, that's right. That is right. Um, yeah. yeah. So I had a completely. It was very. It was uh, very uh, interesting to go from pretty much one night to the next. See two shows uh, that were speaking sort of to similar things here and there, but especially in the context of like black and white and uh, social issues right now. Mm -hmm. And watch white folks how much they don't get it, uh, and how much it, they, how little they're affected by it, uh, and be one of the only black faces in the house and. Uh, try to see how they take me into account you know what I mean mm -hmm. are they afraid mm -hmm. to laugh in front of me are mm -hmm. they like it was very very interesting yeah, yeah. very oh, interesting I um, hate that yeah Woo. okay well we gonna move right along yeah wait be, oh. before we do I also want to share that I saw Wednesday night um, oh behind the sheet oh my gosh oh, oh my gosh I cannot wait Shirley to see that Yvonne Simpson's play directed by Colette Robert it was beautiful. Wow. Yes. Good, good. Tell me more. Tell me more. beautiful. So basically, uh, the play is set in, I believe, around the 1800s, and it's about, uh, well, it's about black women um, and black women who were um, experimented on by a white doctor um, oh, yes. post uh, uh, childbirth. 
just to be able to see uh, what can be done to help heal the body uh, quicker after these uh, women give birth. Um, and so this, um, like, wow. for example, um, the lead character, she was experimented on, I want to say maybe 30 times. Um, and just how evasive uh, these procedures are and how painful these procedures are and how um, most of the women um, do not heal. And then once the doctor uh, was able to like figure out how to successfully heal uh, uh, women, um, he stopped operating um, and doing procedures on the black woman and then went straight to white women. Oh, wow. Um, it was it was such and the play was so gentle and it was so soft. And it was one of those things that I was talking about in terms of like Blue Ridge that I gravitated towards of um, a play being able to have so much subtlety but pack such a powerful punch. Um, and behind the sheet did that in such a beautiful mm. way. And the direction was phenomenal. Um, the uh, uh, acting was phenomenal. And it was a, a very beautiful thing that happened at, at the end. Once um, the curtain call happened, all the actors was on stage. And I believe four or five uh, black women, um, they were the only ones to speak. And they just like listed names of um, the black women who they uh, uh, knew to be. Uh, experimented on during that time and just like gave us very real factual things so that we left having experienced the work and actually knowing who these fully realized human beings were that had to endure uh, it. It was beautiful. I would yeah. recommend everybody going to see that play. Did you again? go with Brandon? Uh, uh, it's called Behind the Sheet. Behind the Sheet. Behind it's the at sheet. the Ensemble Studios. Theater. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you go with Brandon? No, it was just me. Oh, and Charlie's, Charlie's, is, me. Charlie's was great. It? Who? Charlie, Yvonne Simpson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, were you. Uh, did you connect with anybody after the piece, or was there anybody there? Um, yeah, and um, so it was um a nice amount of people there. Um, Jonathan McCory was there. Oh, okay. Um, so it was really nice to see him. Um, we we connected. Um, I'm going to jack up his last name, but uh, Ugo um was there. He was in um Alicia Harris's um piece, What to End Up When It Goes Down. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, it was it was um some people there, but you know me, I I, I bounced. I got my lift as yeah. soon as the curtain call was. Well, over. I didn't know if it was like, like when you had to debrief and sort of decompress as as slave play and sort of talk about it with somebody. Sort of. Um and and so not with this piece because it was it was written in such a way where yes we did see moments of um like the truth of what happened to these women um but like it was so much love in there and the way these black women care for each other like post um experiment where I wasn't focused on the heaviness and what happened to them I was more so focused on just how these black women were able to be there for each other yeah. and navigate through such fucked up shit. Yeah. Oof. I can't yeah. wait to see it. It's it also was, just it been was extended. Stellar, yeah. Um so make sure you go and check Absolutely that out stellar. behind the sheet. Congratulations. I it to everybody. So yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um well we're gonna try to keep it moving right along. Cause you know we like to be in here for two and a half hours, and we try not to try not to do that this week. As I roll my eyes, <laughs> as Chris shakes his head all the way now. As right. I roll my eyes, so don't don't be surprised if we go over ninety minute mark and you don't hear ninety eight voice no more. Because <laughs> he had it home. Oh my God! So it's time for uh, I said what I said, hey. and we have a special uh, special somebody that's brought in. I shouldn't say. Well, Cord has brought in the monologue for this week. I did. I mean, you are a special somebody. Well, thank Come you. Come on now. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna receive that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm low key like with Ephraim here. Should 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 Ephraim read though? 
Are you are you open and willing? I mean, I'll, I'll read. I don't know what I'm I, reading, but I feel like it should still be you, Court. You think so? Yeah, yeah sure. don't try that shit. Don't try that shit. Try to put it on me. No, right? That's no, not no, what it no, was. No, no. Uh, no, I mean, you know, I'm I'm excited to do it, but uh-huh. I just, uh, you know, we have like a, you know, we have some people who, you know, no, you go ahead. Let me, let me, it's all let you. Me listen, let me listen. Okay, well, y'all, let me know when you, because you need to close your eyes. Oh, because I don't I didn't okay. Oh, because so you because he didn't bring a photo or anything, so we have to close our eyes so we can pull out the script. So wait, we so we have it. to have our eyes closed as you're reading it too? No. <laughs> um, wait, no. Hold on. Okay. Wait, okay. Hold on <laughs> wait, Drew. Did you say no? <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it could be fun though. Or you can just imagine it. No, <laughs> I ain't doing that. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you're y'all gonna be a, y'all gonna get enough of laughing at me? Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> We ready? We can open? You can open your eyes. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Actually. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, find some way to put, put the mint gum. real quick. Did you see it? No, I didn't see okay, it. Okay, I accidentally hold up the book for a second. Oh, no, I, I didn't, didn't see it. it. Okay, okay, all right. I'm um, excited and I'm nervous. Okay. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> um, so, so this, this monologue begins with, is a kind of interruption. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Drew, would you do me a favor? And just when you are ready, just like say the words, this is. And Efren, don't be looking over. Oh, I ain't don't be looking, looking, looking at you face. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, don't don't okay. do it. Don't do it. So I got the, okay. the lead in. Okay. You do. This is. My kingdom. There shall be no trespassers, no marauders, no tourists in my land. You nurture these gardens or be shot on sight. Carelessness and other priorities are not permitted within these walls. I am mantling an array of strength and beauty. No one can interfere. No one shall interfere with this. The construction of myself, my city, my theater, my bar. Come to my poems. But understand we speak English carefully. In perfect Antillean French, our toilets are disinfected. The plants here sing to me each morning. Come to my kitchen, my parlor, even my bed. I sleep on satin surrounded by handmade infants who bring me good luck and warmth come even to my door the burglar alarm armed guards vault from the east side if i am in danger a siren shouts you are welcome to my kingdom my city myself but your presence must not disturb these inhabitants leave nothing out of place push no dust under my rugs leave not a crack in my wine glasses no fingerprints Clean up after yourself in the bathroom. There are no maids here. No days off for healing. No insurance policies for dislocation of the psyche. Aliens, foreigners, are granted resident status. We give them a little green card as they prove themselves non-injurious to the joy of my nation. I sustain no in... I sustain no intrusions, no double entendre romance, no soliciting of sadness in my life are those who love me well. The rest are denied their visas. Is everyone ready to boogie? You better read that monologue. Snaps. You better read that monologue. Okay. What y'all think? So, it feels like the writer has a poetic flair to him. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I'm thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels like the piece, just in terms of like what was said, it has some sort of a like, mystical feel to it whatever the play is but like I got it has like this mysticism to it you're onto the right track this like 
poetic flair to it of whoever the writer is. And just, um, it felt like it was a woman writer as uh-huh. well. Yes, yes. Oh, you, you telling them it's a woman well, writer? Well, so far, all those things are uh-huh. are, are correct, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. You ain't supposed to tell them that, but uh, you're supposed to say okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one not know it. I still don't know it, um, nigga. So thank you, Corey. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Because you 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 don't be telling me. I know, and I still won't. <laughs> so we know as a woman, um, in this like poetic space, she the play has like, like mysticism to it. Um, um, dare I say magical realism? Mm. But you're about to say something? Well, I was going to say, well, to to further zoom in mm-hmm. on where you're... Where or, I'm at. Where you're orbiting. Mm-hmm. Come on out. Um, thoughts even on decade or era? You that So it felt like... I don't... It, so it felt like it could have been so far into the future, but then it also felt like it could have been like so far in the past. Mm-hmm. That's characteristic of this writer, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So sure. like I, I can't quite land on an exact right. time. And it's this getting me upset. Is it? Cause like I I don't know. Is it Intazaki? It sure is. Oh, it sure yes. is for Color Girls. No, no, this is. I was um, gonna say who's the lady that wrote for Color Girls. The whole time I'm thinking. Spell number I was like, seven. Who wrote for Color Spell Girls. Spell number seven. Spell and number I knew seven. like I could like I could just feel uh, the, the Intazaki in the in the space. What, spell, yes. num- spell number seven. Know, yeah. yeah, it's Eli the bartender's monologue when they first get yes. to. Yes. Ah, yeah. I wish he wouldn't have told us the play so we could have guessed the the play too. You gotta you gotta hold off and just like let us guess everything. But we still got it right. Well, good. I'm I'm glad you got it right, and I'm trying to help us get out of here, right? So yes. Well, that's what I thought, well, that's well. What I thought we were doing. Yes, well, we still, now. Wait, well, but also the journey was nice. John, the journey like, was really great. The journey was nice. Yes, it was. Come on you, now, you journey. But next time, if there's a next time, if y'all have me back, you know, I'll know. You're back. To um, you mm-hmm. know, to lengthen it a little bit, you know, let we it. We appreciate out. you. We appreciate. <laughs> that was different. That was new. That and you read that very well. That was really good. Kudos. Oh, thank you. Snaps. Come you on. Know, I feel like it's it deserves snaps. Thanks, y'all. Snaps. And also too, I just want to honor her legacy. You know, yes. last year, yeah. um, she's been on my mind. Man, Amen. don't say last year, like, because it just feels like it just happened. Still, but I mean, I guess it was last year, but still feels like. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, we also want to introduce uh, something that's going to be happening what you about uh, to say? for the month of February. The I Said What I Said contest. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, starting for the month of February, we're doing Come a contest. Through. It is a um, – uh, Brandon is actually the one that came up with this idea. And he literally, every single time, he's like, Danye, are y'all going to talk about it? Are y'all going to do the Are contest? y'all going to do it? Yes, if y'all not going to do it, just we tell me it. y'all not going to do it. I'm like, we're going to do it, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to do it. So the I Said What I Said contest uh, hosted by Broadway Black is a monologue competition where participants will submit dramatic readings of their favorite hip-hop and R&B songs for a chance to win some coins. So you can enter and, and take like any piece of ch- – I mean, like it could be Lil' Kim. It could be – Tupac. Ooh, I already, I already be... know the Lil' Kim piece I would do. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just getting excited. Which oh, so you gonna we all gonna have to do a piece. I would do Lil' Kim suck my dick. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Of course you would. Wait, y'all... Of course you would. That sounds right on brand yeah. for you. Have you ever heard that song? Yes. Yeah. But that's right on brand for you though. Come on now. So, so this <laughs> is a this is a submission. This is a submission. Right. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is you need to submit a YouTube video and send us the link to our offbook at broadwayblack.com email so send in a youtube video of you doing the dramatic reading of a hip hop or r&b song 
And at the end of the month, you can send it, do it like all throughout the end of all throughout February. And so at the end of the month, we will announce uh, who the winner is, and the first place will win a hundred dollars. Hey. So quick, quick question, because I'm just thinking for those people who are not technology savvy, okay. like this motherfucker right here. Like I want to know how to do a YouTube video. How do you? Now you didn't had a whole web series. You that's had Brandon. All of that's Brandon, who is the technical director in, we, of every single in, thing. If you want to audition, if you want to audition and and be put on tape for Hairspray Live and everything else, <laughs> then you got to know how to upload but, a video to YouTube. So my but so why I ask that is huh. so it couldn't be that I couldn't like record it on my phone and like send it to an email. It has to be through YouTube. Well, because it's easier for us because we don't want the the videos to like be great. Uh, like we don't want to. See, I don't know that that technology shit. See, well, because it's easier because if you just send a link, I can open it and I don't have to like be nice download. The, I don't have to. Yeah, I don't have to download the video and, and do all of that. Yeah. Okay, I get so, it. So yeah, that's what we want. We want that. I get it, to but you didn't have to shade. I, I just wanted because you clarity. Clarity. <laughs> yeah. I didn't clarity. tell you to all say. I wanted. But like we are in 2019. I don't care if we're in 2021. <laughs> Oh, nigga, <laughs> I had to take it to the future. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt this you like nigga, that. Nigga, I can't take. My uh, bad, nigga. Um, so the rules are: the monologue must be known, a known song by a black artist, rap, hip hop, R and B. Um, participants may submit one video, uh, no longer than 60 seconds. Make sure your audio sounds good or it won't be considered. Uh, submissions will be judged on originality, performance, and interpretation of songs. So be creative. Submit one 60-second video, like one entry. No more, you know, along with uh, uh, the song title. Uh, put a headshot in there if you want to and a resume bio uh, to offbook at broadwayblack.com. Uh, so make sure you do that, and uh, I think we'll. And what that means is make sure you get that shit right the first time. Don't be like, oh shit, you know what? I forgot. I should have did the inflection on this word. So you know, I'm gonna <laughs> re-upload it. Nah, right. nigga, do it right the very <laughs> first please, time. Please, 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 like don't. Please just just do it right. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want. But we will, uh, you know, we will post these, you know, throughout the month or what have you. And we we'll all do one too. So I'll do one. Danielle do one. And, a prep, you know, I think we'll wait till Amber gets back to announce the winner. So, like, it should be like March third when we announce the winner. But okay. all throughout February, you have until all throughout February from now until February twenty eighth, which is a Thursday. We won't accept any other submissions after February twenty eighth at eleven fifty nine p.m. That's it. So don't operate on that CP time, right? Oh. So get it we're in. We're gonna be like, no, nigga, do what you gotta do. But we would love <laughs> no. to see it. So and we'll we'll remind you next week. Each week we'll remind you that the contest is happening. So it's like, I said what I said. Contest. This is fun. It. It, it is, is fun. fun. This is exciting. That's a good idea. I do. Yeah. Have, I, I have can't a question though, uh -huh. right? Because you know, like our friends at the Movement Theater Company, they do like a yes, they do like they the do. monologue slam, mm -hmm. but they do like rounds, right? So like, and I don't know if the artists need to be black artists. So I guess a question I have for for you all is: mm -hmm. Are you interested in the folks who are submitting? Are you interested in them self-identifying any particular way, or is it just important that the artist, the like the writer, the music is black? Wait, yeah, just you, the, I just think that the writer and the music is black. I mean, because I'm well, sure I we have. I understood the question. It's a question it's about inclusivity, just ah, like, right? Because because okay. you know we got white listeners, yeah. like white people be listening to the ah, show. I get it. So I mean, they could be in it if they want to, but just make sure the artist and 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 you're not saying nigga, like yeah, <laughs> like that. Y'all don't, don't get that yeah, part. Yeah, just you don't get to say nigga, and you know what I'm saying you could make sure the artist is black, R&B, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Rap. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> that's what it is. Right. So you got this. Y'all can do it, too. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? We're not, we not going to be mad at you. Just come on. Come on and have some fun. We get it in. You might win $100. And also, you might not. And they're also, they're also <laughs> right, like, non-R&B, hip-hop. 
black artist or that's what you want. No, it's black R and B hip hop. Cool. This will be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This will be really fun. Like no hootie and a blowfish. You know, we, we, I don't have time for you. <laughs> like, we don't want none of that. We want rap, no, R&B, hip-hop. <laughs> and it can't, it can't be Eggy Azalea, you know what I mean? It got to be a black <laughs> right, hip-hop a black, artist. You know a black and, and a known song. Like, These are know. very important questions, though. Yeah, somebody These are very song. important questions. Talk we should know the song. I'm going to do my Iggy or I'm going to do my Eminem. And you like, well, <laughs> that black ain't the artists, challenge. Right. Black, black artist. There we go. Yeah. And we will be judging it on originality, performance, and interpretation of the song. So wow. we should know who the song, what the song is, immediately after a c- couple of lines okay. or whatever. Like, so, so that mean if if we're gonna submit, we gonna get some coin. No, you know you can't win the coin. What what I'm doing it for? To Uh-oh. give examples. Okay. I just wanted clarity too. <laughs> I actually feel like Brand- and the coin. Brand- should, should Brandon do a sample? Because I Brandon should do a Brandon sample. Should I do think Brandon. Should. And you know you. I know you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't got us doing this contest. And I know he appreciate you. He's gonna so be so gonna... excited to oh, hear yeah. that we're talking about it right now. I can already see him right now. <laughs> so you know what time it is. It's time to get your sample. We need to hear your sample first. Since you came up with the idea, we want to hear your sample. And first. He actually gonna be over it. I already know he's gonna be over this part too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that'd be fun. But we're gonna get right into the. All right. Hey, Amber. Yes. So Amber is the number one hot topic of the week. Wow. (laughs) Because Amber went off on the What she done did? Oh, (laughs) no. What she done did? You're cracking up. Oh, no. What she done did? So they got this Broadway round table. Oh, God. That's happening. They got Uh, this Broadway round table. Yeah, you know how they be doing these round table discussions and stuff and Mm -hmm. talking about uh, that the Broadway, you know, how it how it affects their lives and all that shit. And so this uh, Broadway Roundtable by Theater Forward um, is supposed to be happening, and they ain't got not named person. Well, they got one person of color who is, I think, Native American. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a Native American sister um, on the Broadway Roundtable, and it's, it's uh, the rest of the people are white. Um, and so Amber saw the Roundtable <laughs> and posted on her Facebook talking about some, she said, a in quotes, Broadway round table, unquote, with zero black artists and like four white women. Cool. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Y'all make my teeth itch. Hashtag diversity. Oh, stop. Shout out to the one Native American sister holding it down for the rest of us. And so she emailed them. No. Wait, come through. I don't know if my teeth ever itch before. Come I'm through. trying to feel that sensation in my mouth. That right means it's really real. I mean, that's uh, the realest. That means it's itch, really, really that real. Mean you can do all the and Amber and was not here for it at all. <laughs> Shit, I got a brush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take y'all like yeah. y'all. Ooh, that's good. I'm going to use that. I got a brush. I got a brush right it's now. It's so, like, Amber is. I'm going to use that from now on. Anytime I feel uncomfortable, shit, I got a brush. I got a brush. <laughs> Amber is Teeth funny, is y'all, but like okay. Amber don't have time for the shenanigans. Trust. And so she be and so no ready. To. And she don't. And so she posted again and she said, yesterday I posted an article about a Broadway roundtable sponsored by Theater Forward and USB. Uh, the panel consisted of six white people and one Native American artist. Uh, no black, Asian, or Latinx artists. I questioned their lack of diversity, and they sent me this pathetic pile of nothingness in the form of an Whoa. email. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Along with pictures of past panels to prove that they had some black friends. Oh, once. man. She said, I'm tired. I'm going to go take a nap and gather my strength to prepare a response. I posted their response so you all can see hey. the BS in real life. Uh-oh. Tweet your thoughts to theater forward. Uh-oh. Hashtag <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> Don't at me. Right. Don't at me. Nah. So she's, they that said, day uh, Dear Amber, I saw your response to a Broadway roundtable lineup and I want to see 
uh, if we can connect with about your valid concerns. We strive to promote access and opportunity, and I would like to discuss where our common objectives and how we might work together. Um, I'm including here info about our panels the last two years for your reference. The panel for tomorrow is already at capacity given the format for the room. We strove throughout the formation process to include voices. <laughs> wait, 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 go back, go back. All the side eyes. about two citizens back. Wait a minute. I'm including here info about our panels the last two years for your reference. The panel for tomorrow is already at capacity given the format for the room. We strove throughout the uh, formation process to include voices in line with our past panels. Please let me know when we can connect Ew. to talk further again. Thank you for engaging on this. Best wishes, Bruce. Bruce. Bye, Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Hashtag Bob Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't take your own Brucey ass somewhere and sit down. Right. Like, what does that even mean? That Ooh. tomorrow's like it's at capacity. <laughs> like Wait, you can't add no more people to the panel. But it, but it was it's based on the what of the room? It's based on the uh format of the room. Based on the format, format. of the room. So how the format. Shape you right, wanna, right. Uh, it's the shape. Add no colors. And yeah, the shape. So, in octagonal rooms we can't have you <laughs> We know. can't have any more there's no more people available to, to it's at capacity. So oh. that's well, sorry. We'll kick somebody out. So no sorry. more melanin is allowed. No more. We can't have any. Sorry. It's it's sorry, already the Negros. one drop rule is already oh. in place. In place in with place. the Native Americans. It's diluted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have it too strong in there. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, so that happened, and um, yeah, I don't know if she actually responded as of yet. Uh, I hope or if not. Anything happened to that, but that just mm. was a mess. I hope um, not. Just like honestly, in terms of like her well-being, like this shit is exhausting. It and is. It's extremely draining. But this is like the fourth or fifth time. Like Amber, be on it. Like I, I yeah. know, and like that's the point I'm making. Of like, yes, yeah, she does. She is on it. I think it's so amazing. Um, and then also like knowing Amber and like knowing that she will be able to take care of herself. But yet and still with that, this shit can get into and interfere with your self care. Right. And like yeah. and literally, I, I was thinking earlier in terms of what was it like playbill or whoever it was that she was talking about like they did the like nine um stars broadway stars to watch out for in 2019 and not a nair person of color was was on there mm -hmm. and like just thinking about they do not see it for us at all thinking about like jeremy pope coming off of like choir boy and going into ain't too proud right like thinking about like all of right. these things thinking about like you right now Ephraim. thinking about jeremy um o'harris with like his two plays just yep. thinking about they do not see it for us whatsoever and it's so exhausting and it's so tiring and then I'm like what is it what do we do how do we navigate that space because yes I do understand we're operating out of a very large institution um, that we want to be able to showcase our art and our work to a larger audience so being able to understand that but also at the same time is like I don't have all these battles in me yeah and I don't feel like it all the time and like so navigating listen. through and figuring out it's like what is that common ground? Like, how do you navigate that space? I know you were talking about discernment yeah. is like the thing. And it's just, it's, it's so exhausting and it's so tiring. Yeah. And this shit wears me out. Every time. Because they don't see it for us. Yeah. No, they don't. And this will not be the last time that Amber has to go off. Oh, and it's not. Like this like, will happen. And I get, I get stuff in my email and in my inbox, like somebody just... Uh, Facebook me a, a couple of maybe last week about a production of Little Shop that had cast all white women as the urchins, mm -hmm. even though it specifically says in the character descriptions that the urchins are African American. Mm -hmm. And so she was, you know, in an uproar about that, and that was in her own community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so I get messages like that all the time, and this sort of thing happens with panel discussions all the time, which is how 
Broadway Black ended up becoming or getting the nickname the NAACP of Broadway um, <laughs> because we had to consistently call mm-hmm. people. I even had a conversation today with somebody that called me and was wanting to do something for Black History Month but wanted to make sure that it was okay and appropriate that they did this and they labeled it this way because they said, you know, I, well, I know Broadway Black would be the first people to call me out if I, if I didn't do this right. right. So they called me and, mm-hmm. and wanted to get some insight yeah. on how to do that. Yeah. Um, but this happens consistently because, like I've said, that Broadway was not built for us. Mm-hmm. And it is a white world that we're playing in, um, even though they try to make it seem like it's Neapolitan, and it's not. I mean, it's the great white way, it, and it ain't changed. And like, and 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 then the thing that also frustrates me is that I, I clocked in uh, the the response them asking for like Amber's assistance to talk. Is Amber gonna get the coin? Hello? Like, I'll sit down and talk to you, but are you going to give me compensation? Right. Because I'm not going to do your job. Because you should right? Yeah, and you already paying the big big bucks exactly. to the people in the room. Like, and even, you know, and this is also something else that I've heard, too, that a certain production or a certain theater company has 10% um, people of color on their staff. Mm-hmm. And so they have some positions that are in flux right now, and they're waiting to try to fill those positions with people of color. But they also have... People that are qualified, white people that are qualified that are waiting in the wings thinking that they're going to get these positions and they're not going to get them because they don't have enough people of color working for them to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because you have these one, two positions doesn't mean that your percentage is you know, going to ras- rise drastically and that you like all of a sudden are good. Like If you have 10% of people of color working in your establishment and everyone else is white, that is a big problem right. and if somebody had to point that out to you for you to un- even understand that that was right. an issue like that's how does it even get to 10 percent? Right. like that's ridiculous um but this is you know the day and age that we're we're working in and we're living in and so yep. it's just a constant battle constant fight so shout out to amber hey, uh for, for amber. speaking mm-hmm. up and, and you know taking taking action you know because she'd be writing the good emails <laughs> um, the emails be thorough, thorough. and like i i live <laughs> yeah. i'd be living for it um, but like I'm, I'm gonna say to you bro I, saw, I was talking to you the other night that's why mm-hmm. it's so important what i think y'all are doing here mm-hmm. i was just again why i'm so honored to even be here at the table having this uh, discussion because there is seldom in my mind, you know, me being a Broadway performer, a black Broadway performer, I've never had I've never had a place I could go to for th- stuff like this, mm. to hear voices, representative, uh, and that sound and look like me too, that don't, that are unafraid to speak to the real issues, mm-hmm. that are uh, unafraid of uh, stepping on toes and uh, all that kind of stuff, the things that we think that we used to have to think in our own private corners, yeah. so, so to speak. And now with the social media boom and everything that's happened, we've seen, of course, good, the great white way has... It's them running it. Mm-hmm. So we haven't until now. What you're doing with Broadway Black, you know, in in my eyes, and this kind of discussion, uh, this podcast, places that we can go and feel heard, mm-hmm. and that I can, I, I'm checking in on Broadway Black's Instagram often. I'm gonna check out this podcast because I know I'm about to hear the actual tea of what's going on. Right. It, it gives us even more of a sense. Of, honestly, you yeah. know, it gives us a sense of uh, of community and as you know, as well as uh, informing people because I think the only way to truly combat uh, the great white way and the whiteness of it isn't. There's a matter of which we need to pull them into these conversations and, and knock them on the head, be like, knock, knock, hey, uh, this is wrong. Like what Amber is so brilliantly doing left and right. Mm-hmm. But there's also the uh, level to it that I was talking to you the other night is we have to continue to provide opportunities yeah. uh, and stop looking for the opportunities. Right. Uh, and there is a place and there's a demand for what it is that you guys and that we all are doing. And it's I think it's so uh, vital and beautiful to keep Say you know fuck the whoever it was I don't want to ha- that that fuck those people that don't 
understand the matters of inclusive inclusivity in 2019. I don't, I like you were saying, I don't have the patience right mm-hmm. now to educate everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I will do is continue to provide my energy towards the people that are already doing it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. let's keep putting our eyes towards that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then those numbers and that sort of, uh, what do they call the algorithms and all that stuff, hopefully will continue to turn the tide in our direction. Yeah. yeah. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ooh, I mean, we also just need a safe space. Yeah. A safe space to be able just to get it out. You yeah. Know? And, and like you said, be heard. And I love that. And yeah. also be heard and overhear ourselves say things that we didn't know we knew, right? And feel things that we. Mm. So, like, even coming home to this conversation, right? Like a moment ago, you know, we opened the conversation, or I opened when during the introduction, talking about the very thing you just spoke about mm-hmm. um, and thinking about discernment and intention and the intentionality behind being placed in a given situation. Yeah. Right. Um, even if the context around that situation is trying yeah, in exactly. moments, right? Like any process. Um, but even like when I just heard you a second ago, Danya, say, um, you know, like, they haven't changed or the great white way like structurally it hasn't changed mm-hmm. like in my head i heard but you have mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. circumstances mm-hmm. haven't changed but i have right but right. i have right, right? Mm-hmm. so i get to actually change my relationship to this thing that i right well and even in the spirit of generation and creating the opportunities but the thing i the thing i'm thinking about then kind of full circle is like given given the self-care piece mm-hmm. right like how does self-care sit alongside of like knowing you're, you are where you're supposed to be, right? Right. Like when, when, what, co- what, what, what accompanies that is sometimes painful or uncomfortable. Um, something I've been thinking a lot about is like preparedness mm-hmm. and like not knowing why I'm, why, how I ended up somewhere or why I'm supposed to be somewhere, and just trusting that if I remain open and sometimes can you know, ask for guidance, like reveal to me why I'm supposed like why I'm supposed to be here, why I'm in this mm-hmm. this room or this development right. situation or this you know, this process because sometimes I'll find that like I'll be there and like it, it feels like I'm at like it feels like like I'm war ready, right? It feels yeah. like mm-hmm. I'll have to like show up, sometimes do the thing and then not be able to like move for a couple of days. Right. Yeah. right? So I'm also trying to understand the balance. I don't know yeah. Does that kind of energy flow? Does that feel? Does that resonate with yeah, you? Yeah, a hundred percent. And and I think that's the thing that makes it so nebulous, is because not one person can give a truly finite answer to that. Right? Like everyone sitting in here right now, uh, journey is different. Yeah. Right? Like what is for you is for you. So I can go through a particular journey that might be exactly like yours, but having completely different experiences. Right? To- Being totally. completely different people. Um, I can only share how I navigated my way through it. So I think that's the thing that makes it so, like I said, nebulous and tricky because everyone is going to have their own um, entry point and everyone is going to have their own journey to get to whatever end result it is. Um, so, yeah, and I'm I'm still learning, like, how to navigate that as well. Like, what does that look like for me versus for you or for you or right. for you? Um, totally. And, yeah. like, how can I, one, balance um, – having the healthiest version of Danye and mm-hmm. also being able to be the fullest version of Danye as yes, well, right? Yes. And the most authentic version of Danye. And yeah. sometimes it'll be like this give and take where one falls short, but how can I get to a place in my life where is this like perfect balance? And does that even exist? And what does that look like? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The thing about balance is coming from a dancer's standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Balance is Active mm-hmm. balance is never stagnant. Yes. Mm. So there is no. You got to say that. Yes. I'll say it one more time. Yeah. Yes. Say it again. Balance, folks, <laughs> is active, uh, and it is never stagnant. That means there is always an active of. Mm. 
teetering that is the balance. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it will never be just directly one straight shot. You don't got to think about it. You are just on balance. To be on balance means you're constantly, like you are as a person, in flux and uh, sort of navigating where you are at all times. You better times. break it down, preacher. Yeah, oh, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, this is something that I've, that I've, I've had to learn myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wait, I don't need to think. There's Balance is not a place to arrive balance is a it's, it's the train itself yeah. you know what I mean mm. yes. and it's all then because every Hallelujah. day you're different every show you're going to be different every year mm-hmm. you're going to be different you got new yes. ideas you got new experiences yes. and it's always going to be a matter of like mm-hmm. how much do I have to give how much time do I need to shut up and be to myself yes. Hello? Mm-hmm. to feed yes. because a lot of times you know you're trying to bear fruit but your fruit, fruit is rotten because you ain't fed yourself you know? mm-hmm. Water, so you know all that kind of stuff Come on. Again, so it's, all, it's a very active plane that we all have to be aware of in the moment and always in the here. moment every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also sometimes, right, our, even thinking about time, our old coping mechanisms that might used to serve us in the yes. past yeah. no longer serve, serve us in the present and in the future. Yeah. Right? So even war readiness, right, that mm-hmm. the thing I described in grad school, like that did feel like a kind of like arming. Yeah. And now war, war readiness feels like leading with love yeah. and yeah. allowing that to be a difficult thing at t- in moments. Yeah. And, and, and then also like I... I would love for us to get out of the space of coping because coping is we're not 100% and we're not truly like handling or looking at the issue opposed to like being able to navigate through, opposed to being able to process, right? So opposed to having these coping mechanisms which essentially will like make us numb to certain things, how do we navigate through, right? How do we process through whatever it is that we're trying to get through, right? And like what does that look like? And it's going to look different for every single body. Yeah, totally. I love y'all so much. Hey, I love you I just too. sit back and just listen at the brilliance of the black men in this room. Hey. Just, I am just, uh, I love y'all so much. I love love you, man. That just really just, you know, y'all don't even know what y'all have done for me, but what y'all have just done for the people. Because I know that that's about to come back tenfold. Amen. amen. Um, so amen to amen. that. Amen. Um, On this Sunday. Yes. Uh, and you, so we also want to talk about. Um, and you're included in that. Yes. I don't, I don't want you to do don't. Don't sit here and you are well, I appreciate that. that. Yeah. <laughs> See realist. how cool Cord, I love Come him on. so much. I'm about so to great. leave in two minutes, so go ahead. <laughs> you are not about to leave in no two minutes. <laughs> I'm about to walk out in two minutes, so go You ahead. are not about to walk out in two minutes. Okay. Just hush. <laughs> okay. Um, We're going to see when 130 comes. <laughs> <laughs> Where going to be. And that's not even a true time because you know we was recording before Hold we actually started me, talking. Let me just make sure I'm all the way prepared. <laughs> I'm putting my coat on, y'all. <laughs> I can't stand <laughs> that one sleeve. <laughs> that <Wow>. one sleeve. <laughs> and now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. Um, so all of, our, uh, all of our stars are coming to Broadway. Like... Michael Jackson musical is mm-hmm. going to be headed to Chicago before it comes to Broadway. Uh, that book's going to be by Lynn Nottage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Wilden is directing and choreographing the show. We talked about this before Man. about people doing double duties and shit. That's crazy. Um, so that's yeah. headed to Chicago that's really crazy. Uh, before it comes mm-hmm. to Broadway. Tina Turner musical is headed Tina to coming through to Broadway mm-hmm. from London. Um, Adrian Warren is killing the I game. Can't wait to see that. When uh, is that going to be? Fall, right? Yeah, the fall. Oh so wow, okay. The end of this yeah. year. Yeah, uh, to be coming in. So. So much is just happening. I mean, we got Temptations coming. Mm-hmm. Like all of our talking Broadway... about, can't wait to see something. Ooh, hey, yeah, boy. all of our I black icons wait, are coming to Broadway, y'all. So y'all get ready to see all all our black icons on the, on the the Great White That's Way. Really, what is given? It Yo, is. It's a, this is a, it's a moment. I just want y'all to know, yes. 2019 is a it's a moment. It is a moment. It feels mm-hmm. like it's a moment. Out. And it started with, uh, for me, it kind of started with Choir Boy right after the New Year. The first yeah. thing I saw was mm-hmm. that. Choir Boy. That was actually the I think the first play of the season. Yeah. 
Uh, choir and Choir Boy is brilliant. Uh, so brilliant, man. I love, I love it. And the music, like Jason Michael Webb Ooh, did that. Ooh, mm. Jason did that did music, that, the arrangement. That transition. The transition. Oh, Jeremy Pope okay. had a, po- a piece in the uh, arrangements too, the, uh, the transitions. Yeah, and stuff. like, like wow. I, I need that on a yeah. CD. I need that. Exactly. Like digital release. Maybe them Come interludes on. be so nasty. Oh, they be sickening. <laughs> <laughs> be nasty. Oh, I need it. Yes, um, man. Uh, we also had a milestone <laughs> this, uh, this week on Broadway, January 26th, the Phantom of the Opera played. 13,000 performances. Oh my yes. god. Like this is the 30th anniversary. Like, wow. Oh my is god. 31st anniversary. 31st. So they celebrate 31st anniversary with 13,000 13, performances. Oh, that'll be in April. Wow. So 31st anniversary was on January 26th and the production will play uh 13,000 performances on in in April. My lord. Like that is crazy. Yeah. Child. Like like and people are going in for Phantom of the Opera still. Child. Yeah. That's that blows my mind. Like they've recouped 10, 15, 25 million times. 50, 11 times. Yeah, like. Lord, that's mercy. Just, uh, somebody's sitting pretty. Somebody's oh, sitting so oh, pretty. Like, they are They are in. Mm-hmm. They are in. Uh, Lion King next. They'd be on 30, what, in another seven, eight years? That that too. Uh, something else that we don't get to see often uh, Songs for a New World just released their recording. I don't oh, know if you yeah, heard that. I saw it, yeah. uh, Songs for a New World is like not produced often, but they just did the Encores production that oh, was right. with Michael Kilgore, Shoshana Bean, Colin. Donald and uh, Salia Pfeiffer. That was um, last summer, right? When that happened? Yeah, that was last year, last, last summer. And so the production was phenomenal, but they decided to do a cast recording. And when I tell you they these new arrangements... Slay. Ugh, Michael is just... Re- Michael is ridiculous. Of course. It's really like, stupid. Like, you don't even have to it's, say anything. He's, he's like, he said, oh, we, gonna, we, gonna, we already have the original version. We're going to do something new here. We're going <laughs> to give you all of everything that you've ever wanted to hear in a recording for songs for a new world like yeah. all the stuff that y'all do in the regional productions i'm putting all of those things together and i'm going to give you all of my own flavor and be all over the place and it's going to be beautiful and it is and that's what he does mm-hmm. man. it is it is so it's, it's the songs for the new world beachella that's kind of what it is yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> perfect yep um and also speaking of choir boy it, it's, it's now extended again again uh, for the second that. time yep. yeah so the choir boy will extend um on uh to march 10th Come through and instead of February twenty fourth. Uh, I recently well, and extended to February twenty fourth to begin with, but then Jeremy Pope will be leaving the show on the twenty eighth. Um, well, no, he starts previews for Angel Proud on the twenty eighth, so he'll be leaving the show. And Jonathan Burke will be taking over uh, the role of Ferris. Come through. Uh, I need to see Jonathan do extension. it too. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I do too. To I can't them. wait. So yeah. now that he's doing the last extension, I'm I'm happy. You know, we'll get a chance to yeah. actually yeah. see him. That's amazing. In the role, I heard he's doing really great. Yeah, so I already killed. Congratulations to him. Cool. Um, yeah, I think that that's is, really amazing. I love it. I love it so much. So Rent Live is happening tonight. It's actually it just is. started. Yeah. Like it's eight ten right now. So it just Oop. it just started at eight o'clock. I tried to pull up like a little live, um, the Fox Live thing, but you know, we'll see if that gets there but uh i'm excited to see what's happening with we'll like see if that gets there with, <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited to see what's happening with uh rent live like Trust. i really am <clears throat> um i'm just excited to see what they do and i love the live musical so you've worked on a live musical yes, before sir. so tell me and this is the i think the same this wasn't on fox Yours it wasn't on fox. Fox. It was nbc yeah uh but fox you know has has done what they did passion they did of the Greece. christ oh <laughs> well, I think they ain't doing the passion too, right? Well, wait, 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 wait. Hey, first of all, don't the, get me the, lying. Is y'all calling the passion on purpose? Uh, That's or the is name it of Jesus it. Christ Superstar? Oh. No, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, are y'all raggedy Negroes actually calling this shit the passion for the Christ? 
No, they actually did Passion wait, for no, the Wait, no, wait, no, because they did. With Tyler Perry. They did do a Passion, right? Yeah, they did, did Passion. They? Yeah. they did. <laughs> no, okay, because I knew he wasn't tripping. Yeah, I was they like, did do. Okay. I know Jesus Christ, superstar, John Legend. Okay. They, they did Passion for the Christ, too? They did. They did. I knew he wasn't tripping. They did Passion. I actually thought we were tripping. <laughs> Dang, when was that? I missed it. I did, too. He was really like, uh, are y'all talking? I was like, is this a cold? <laughs> Is this another joke? I think it was like last year or the year before. <laughs> but wasn't it that? They did the hey, Passion of the Christ. That's why yeah, I didn't say you see, Can you look it up, Drew? <laughs> he had turned red from laughing so hard. <laughs> it wasn't, I, I think it was Tyler Perry. It was well, behind he was the narrator. It. I don't know if he was behind Tyler Perry is the narrator for Passion of the Christ. There's no way. He was the no, narrator it was. for it the Passion. It was called The Passion Live. And it had like Chris Daughtry. Yes. A Seal, Trisha Yearwood. Uh-huh. Um, and so it was like the the retelling, powerful and moving retelling of the Bible. Was it on Fox stories. or NBC? Uh, this was on. Um, don't get me the line. We wasn't crazy, y'all. Oh shoot, I'm crazy. We wasn't crazy. I don't think uh, NBC would do something like this. this How about to say that might be? be a, this had to be. <laughs> that might be a little uh, much for him. <laughs> <laughs> NBC's like who? Uh-uh. <laughs> um. And it was like a few years ago, I feel like. It was like maybe like a year and a half, Who two was years Jesus? Ago. I have no recollection of this. It has Who to was be like Jesus? 2016. I don't know if that... They had a white Jesus. Chris Daughtry. Yeah, I'm thinking probably like... Yeah. <sighs> you already know. Come on, y'all. Let's at least be historical. Oh, yeah. Right. So it was... Know. The Passion was the follow-up to Grease Live. Mm. Oh. So it was on Fox. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was called The Passion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you so tickled. <laughs> Woo, that was funny. You so tickled. Uh, <laughs> but so you've worked on a live musical before, which yeah. is about my point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So how was the behind the scenes of, of that whole, like, doing something like that? Especially because they, I remember walking the set of Hairspray Live, which yeah. was like, it was all over the place. It was, I mean, like mm, it was, It was like a movie mild. set. Yeah, yeah it, was it was literally like, on the movie set. It was uh, crazy. It's mm. crazy. It's like, you know how it is to be, or a lot of y'all know how it is to be backstage at like a Broadway show and just the, the 100 moving pieces mm. mm-hmm. of not just the cast, but crew, costumes. Take that times 10, Lord pretty much. Mercy. There wow. are so many moving pieces, so many people that are a part of the production, especially because all of these productions, well, most of them, take, uh, take place on these lots. So you're going from one place to the next to the next and the next. So every place has to be sort of pre-set up. You got to have people on hand in every one of these places. How are the cast getting to and from everywhere? What's the time frame of this commercial break? I mean, it's hectic to say the least. And I'm just, as a performer, lucky that I don't have to do nothing but worry about my little track. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I could only imagine who it is that's literally orchestrating. Mm. It almost reminds me of the, you know, remember the old Disney movie Fantasia? Mm -hmm. And he's down there in hell or wherever he is conducting all the buckets in the rain. He's down there in hell or wherever he is. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that place looked like hell to me. But um, (laughs) all the inanimate objects coming to life, he's just conducting like this full symphony. It literally is a thousand moving pieces. Uh, But luckily for the cast you usually are in really really good hands and uh you just show up and you got to show up and let go and mm. just trust you know what i mean yeah. that's another thing that's that's the next part of it cool it's a really cool experience though that's and i'm glad they're doing these live musicals on tv now like yeah especially for our industry as a whole as we've seen on television that uh dance and song is coming back live dance and song is coming back into television mm-hmm. for us in a major way for us to start to see musicals being uh represented and especially when they're done well yeah uh, i think it's just so encouraging for 
kids like me that come from different places that don't always have, well, I can't necessarily say like me, but kids that don't have arts programs in their schools, kids that don't have access to mm-hmm. see different shows. I would have never seen these shows before unless they had come on TV in wow. certain places. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think they're important, and I think it's important to see, watch people perform live uh, for better or for worse. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all need yeah. to be able to experience that, respect that. And then keep pushing the ball forward and like what we're capable of, you know? Yeah. 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 And then especially like when you're able to see somebody who looks like you, right? Yes. Like like when you um, were able to do it. And then I'm thinking about um, uh, the Wiz when that happened a few years ago, like being able to see people who look like us right. do these amazing things on such a grand scale. Yeah. Like we get to really dream bigger than what we even thought we could dream. Yeah. You know, you a lot of young black boys now have the option of mm. doing this because mm-hmm. they can see it now. Yeah. And that is so important. A lot of black girls, too, have the option option of oh i can actually if i keep mm-hmm. singing in church or wherever mm-hmm. one day i can make my way up to that space yes. yeah you know what i mean it becomes that's tangible so path it becomes yeah. tangible mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. exactly that's beautiful yeah i love that um also people are like tweeting me right now about rent live and saying is this first part pre-recorded well some of the parts are pre-recorded simply because i think they had an injury oh uh, really the guy that plays roger um, I think he rolled his ankle in the rehearsal oh, process. No, they, no. they filmed that. Uh, they filmed the rehearsal just in case yeah. something like this happened. Um, but people are tweeting right now, like, "Is this pre-recorded?" So some of the parts are pre-recorded. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's it's something new, something different. Man, I'm glad y'all heard Tamika it. Lawrence on that uh, Seasons of Love yeah. solo. Oh, y- I haven't heard that yet, mm-hmm. man. Is she wait? Is she was my Season of Love soloist. Is she on Rent Live? Uh, I think they're using her voice for Rent Live. If I'm what? Not mistaken. Wait, oh, I wow. thought they just played. A, I thought Kayla Settle was. They were in that studio. I saw a rehearsal clip that Brandon and I think maybe what uh, Mario one of them put up. They were uh-huh. all this. Jordan Fisher was uh-huh. listening, and it was her voice on that track. And it was this clip is so stupid, y'all. She's oh, nuts. Wow. That it is my. That's my little sis. Yeah, because you did rent off Broadway uh-huh. at New World Stages. Yes, and you played Tom Bro. Collins. I played uh, Benny. Benny, okay, Benny, Benny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but man, when I tell you, and you never did Tom Collins. Never did Tom Collins. Oh, no, nah, I was. Kind of, I think I'm too short. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Angel put on them heels, when Angel put on them heels, which MJ was my angel, you know MJ yeah, Rodriguez, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, bless, his, bless her heart. Um, now she would have been uh, kind of towering over me. I mean, it still works. Fine, it's love, it's love. But uh, I th- you know, they put me in my my low place. So, yeah. <laughs> and I, I couldn't sing like that. You know what I mean? Benny got that good, easy baritone track. I got one yeah. song. It's so mid range. It was. F- just right for me. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to holler. That's what, well, you hollering and ain't too proud. Baby, I'm trying to holler. You are hollering. Holler. Bark, bark. Your whole heart. Whole heart. Is left on the stage. Yeah. Amen. Uh, something else that's going to be recorded is American Sun. It's coming to Netflix. Ah, I saw that. So they're doing a movie play hybrid. Uh, the show's closing today, but they're going to come back in a couple of weeks and record the, the show for Netflix. Yeah. And so people will get to experience that. Um, I, I like the fact wait. that they're doing recordings of plays after yeah. they've closed and things of that nature because I've always wanted to have access to like the Lincoln Library in my home right. uh, which they'll never do but right. that, that we're getting the chance to see different things like this even though this play is um, problematic uh, at, at at best in tragedy porn yeah and a white <laughs> playwright wrote this piece yeah uh, but you know and um, it can seep through and you can tell yes okay <laughs> like thank you for saying saying all of that because I just, geez, okay, we're leading with love. I'm going to be the love in the space. You are, thank you, because actually what I was going to say is, right, like, you can Google opinions about it, and you've made yourself clear, but I was actually going to plug Lincoln Center's Performing Arts Library, Um, and for those in New York City, at least, who don't know, go to the library, because you can not only read plays, but you can can screen them. Um, So shows that have closed, there's a huge archive of of shows you can come, you can see. 
You got to have a library card so you, to make the appointment, but and you also want to make the appointment so that way you can get in there and see the shows because they they fill up fast. Yeah. Um, Child, so well, let me turn in this past due book from three years ago. <laughs> what? I can't. I can't take you. <laughs> do you remember what? Do you know what it is? You remember what it is? What what was? What book? Do, do you do you get, like, did you have one in mind or just like somebody? What the play? Don't show Chris what. <laughs> Hmm? Oh, what, what? what book did you have? What was it? Was some I think a book called uh, Connections uh, about uh, race and sexuality in America. This is when I was doing a lot of research for oh, sure. Got you. Mm, okay, that's cool. That's yeah. interesting. Um, so yeah, that's happening. I think we went through all like the all the good hot topics for all the week. Good we're gonna move right along to the listener letter. We got to come up with an intro for the listener letter. We got an intro for everything else except for the listener letters. You said what? Get into the mic, Chris. People want to hear you. You know they'd be asking about you. They really do. They oh, and you need to tell them your your email or your your d uh what your DMs. Why they can hop into your DMs? They already asking me how they can hop into your DMs. Just what your DMs are. Yeah, okay, Grandpa. Uh, what's, what's your DM address? <laughs> Grandpa is in the house. Y'all gonna get enough. So y'all understand why we call this nigga Grandpa. <laughs> Y'all know what the hell I'm talking about, and that's Shit. what Grandpa say. <laughs> yeah, nah, um, I ain't giving out my email because that's business. But uh-uh. uh, correct, get them DMs, I brother Chris right. on Instagram. You already know. Back if you go to if you go to uh, Off Books uh, Instagram page, we only follow what four or five people. That's Broadway Black, the host of the show, and and, and brother Chris, mm-hmm. Deacon Chris. Yeah, holla at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Chris. He waiting on y'all. All right, so we're going to get right into the listen. What, what you laughing at? You are a uh, shit, uh, Grandpa. Uh, he waiting on y'all. Waiting on y'all. Like, go right now. Um, so, Shoot your best shot. Okay. <laughs> Steph Curry in the house. Okay. So we're going to get right into this list of letters. We got a response from uh, last week, the follow-up to Asshole Black Director. Is that what you're about to really read? I'm about to read it. Yeah. Why not? You don't want to read it? No. Why? Like, I feel like I would want to read something else. We, well, we're we, just reading the follow-up. This is just the... I mean, he's not asking no more questions. Okay. Just... We we already gave this person what they wanted, and we sh- we didn't even have to do that. Oh. Is there another letter that we could read? If there is. But we... <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to... Okay, Donye. Like, he's really adamant about that. You don't want to... What do people want to hear about the follow-up? If people want to hear the follow-up, let people hear the follow-up. Okay, well, if y'all want to hear the follow-up, y'all let me know, and then we'll read it next week. Oh, that's week. a really good way of doing that. Yeah, if y'all want to hear the follow-up, yeah. and I'll send it to you so that you can read it if you want to read it on your own. Okay. He ain't going to read it. Well, I mean, it, it, he, he probably not going to read it, but... He ain't going to read it. I can tell by his tone. He tell my business right. like that. <laughs> I'm like, I already know him so well, so it's not even like that's surprising to me, but mm-hmm. I mean, I think you should read it. It's some, it's some good things in okay. there. I think you should but read it. But I, 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 I do like how you uh, spun that. If people want to hear... Yeah. They can let us know, and then we'll read it. Yeah, and I also, you know, just want to say, too, like, you know, I some friends got me together after listening to the show from last week. I said some things that were um, not necessarily objective and too true to my heart. And, and I said them, I, I meant what I said. However, the way that I said them uh, wasn't really true to my heart. And I just wanted to, I had written a status about a year ago. Um, that sort of came back to not really haunt me, but like just sort of remind me of who I am. And, Those and good old Facebook person. memories. Oh my God. They like, will remind you of who ev- you are. Every single time. Um, so I would just want to read what the status was and so that way that I can remind myself and remind everybody else of where uh, where we should be, where we should be thinking um, and where our hearts should be at. And so uh, this came from a year ago, literally like uh, January 25th, uh, 2018. 
and it says, um, quick note, your brutal honesty, ain't nobody asking for that. Where's your clever honesty, your compassionate honesty, your insightful honesty, uplifting, poetic, empowering? Take your brutal honesty and go sit in the back with all the devil's advocates. So I'm going to go sit in the back. Oh, come on, Drew of the Past. Advocates, right. Came back and got me together. Um, And also just want to apologize for me being, you know, just um, a little out of pocket and, and out of not being objective and true to my heart. So we're gonna mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that and we're gonna move right along. And we're gonna read the listener letter for this week. Amen. Um mm-hmm. this week is from uh, uh thank you for being your wonderful selves. Each of you is inspiring and uplifting and, and carry parts of who I wanna be when I grow up. Oh, um go back and not say that name. Bleep that name. I was literally about to say, can we even say her name? Uh, <laughs> can well, we even say her it's name? Usually in the first sentence, but uh you know, not, this time. not this time. Yes. Not so it this says, time. My name is Nick Fury. I recently had an exchange that left me quite bothered, and I wanted to know if you had ever experienced a similar situation and what you did to affirm yourself afterwards. I am mm. a playwright, but I suppose an aspiring professional playwright. I write, but I don't get paid for it yet. And though my day job is in the theater, I still find myself having to prove that I am an artist outside of the dramaturgy and casting that I do to pay the bills. Uh, a co-worker was recently introducing me to a friend of theirs and he said this is Nick Fury she wants to be a playwright and the play- the friend who was a costume designer responded have you ever written a play <laughs> this bothered me on several levels one I feel as though I am a playwright and wanting to be one feels like it minimizes the work I've already done and the friend's immediate response being have you ever written a play as if I would aspire to something I've never even attempted felt very insulting. She didn't know I've been produced at small theaters and on college campuses in several states. She didn't know I have been published in a collection of monologues or that I'm applying to several playwriting programs. She couldn't have known but the assumption that I hadn't been not hadn't been not only actively pursuing a playwriting career but never even written a play before really got under my skin. Again, I want to know if you've ever had to deal with someone subtly but not so subtly throwing their doubt at your abilities at doubt of your abilities at you and what you did to affirm yourself or address the situation thanks Nick Ooh. Fury you want to take that one you want to start wow yeah I, yes. I, I do have some thoughts mm-hmm. yeah um, I mean that final question yes it ha- frequently right frequently and on, and on a daily basis sometimes um, especially when I'm out in the world and doing my work mm. but the thing that I was hearing actually um, and the thing that I have a lot of empathy for um, is this feeling of like s- someone else's projection, right? Mm-hmm. Or hearing something or feeling something that I don't, that doesn't ring true for me, but like, why is that coming up, right? Like, why am I so bothered? Um, why do I feel agitated by this provocation that I don't, that I don't think is true about me? So then my question too is, what do you need, right? Because if you were content, Right or in a state of contentment, and we you know we go in and out of moments, right, of contentment. And I guess my question ultimately for yourself is why, are, what, what is behind your bother? Yeah. Right, because when people, there was a time when I think other folks, um, other folks' insecurities, other folks like shit that belonged to other people that they would yeah. project onto me, I would take that in. Mm-hmm. And I would own that. And I think um, after spending a lot of time trying to really understand with thoughtfulness, with care, with patience, who I am, um, the value that I put into my work, how I show up in the world, when there's intentionality behind that, um, what other people have to say about me, it kind of dissolves. You know, right. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't put, ener- I don't feed it with energy. Um, Just something that yeah. seems like it's 
maybe it's it's easy to do as you go along and you gain that wisdom. Totally. But when you're new, when you're young, when you're fresh to something, you already got that in, that that voice that is somebody else's projection a lot of times is already somewhere inside of you. You've already project, yeah. projected it yourself. Absolutely. You're in fear that because I haven't done A, B, or C yet, then I'm, then my work is not valid. I'm in fear that mm. uh, because I haven't done the, or I haven't even loved everything that I've written yet that uh, that I'm not, I can't really be a playwright yet, or whatever it is you're aspiring towards. So when you're aspiring towards something, which is constant, but especially when you're training levels, when you're talking about still, you know, you're in school or you're just trying something that's something that you that you want, that you're new to, that you're trying to get the information for, or get yourself out there for in the first place. It is easy to get caught up in what are truly, like you said, the question is you're you're actually dealing with your own insecurities, mm-hmm. yeah. and then somebody else's sort of stab at you. Even though you can be dealing with your insecurities in a great way and like making your way every day, somebody else's insecurity or projection will poke a hole in your little balloon Absolute, real quick. Absolutely. And it can be very hurtful. Yeah. Uh, but you got to know that in this industry, that's part of the game. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's part of that tough skin. You gotta, what you got to do, just like you said, is find ways to reaffirm yourself and realize that somebody else's projections have nothing to do with your yes. how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. And all, at the end of the day, is how do you see yourself? You know what I mean? And then you ride that, th- ride that hole to the wheels fall off. You and know remind yourself, too, right? Yeah. It's constant. Sometimes that, that reminding yourself of exactly. who you Exactly. Like you said before, it's some, and how you go about that it changes from year to year. It what changes. You, what affirmed you last year, you might need something new this mm-hmm. year. You know, how you keep yourself, uh, how you continue to deal with your insecurities and stand on your own two feet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, 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 I want to challenge that a bit, which I do believe it, it can operate uh, from a space of, insecurity and then also it very well can operate out of a space of I want people to know that I matter mm-hmm. I want people to see value in me this is my purpose I feel like I'm aligned with my purpose and people don't see my purpose right and I I, I wonder how much of with this listener how much of that is rooted and it very well could be insecurity as well but then also like a very real thing i'll be audacious enough uh to say which i think we all exist in at a certain point in time of we just want to feel like we matter and that people know that we matter as well and to this listener uh, my answer to your uh, question is you aren't an aspiring playwright you are a playwright Right. So for this individual who said, oh, you want to be a playwright, you're aspiring to be a playwright. I am a playwright. And it's so nice to meet you. Yep. Like you have to know you have to be affirmed in it. And it does take time. And like I know where I'm at right now and where I'm standing and where I'm sitting as I'm saying this. It is a process. But you just have to like speak life over yourself. Right. Speak affirmations over yourself, which is I am a playwright. Mm. I am a playwright. I am a playwright. No one else is going to make you a playwright. You are going to make yourself a playwright. And if this is something that is aligned with who you are, that is in your purpose, no one can take that away from you, not with any word, not with any contract, not with any production, not with anything that anyone tries to throw you away. You are a playwright, and you matter, and it aligns with who you are and who you want to be and who you're going to be. And you have to remember that and speak that over yourself. So fuck all the other bullshit because you know exactly who you are, and you're going to continue to walk in that. Yeah, come on and preach. I yeah. love y'all, man. That's I can't even say no more to that because I mean, we especially in this industry, when people just don't understand. Even mm-hmm. if people that work in the industry they don't understand what playwriting is and how that sort of happens, but people that yeah. are outside of the industry, they don't understand that 
Oh, you're an actor. Oh, that's so wonderful. <laughs> Man, that's oh, yeah. how's it going? Well, you know, that's pretty hard. That's hard. Like, that's good for yeah. you. Good for you. You're doing you're, well. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, <laughs> all of that, yeah. All of those inflections and, and things that are just, <laughs> you know, just, I mean, they get under your skin. It's, yeah. it's annoying as fuck. And even with people that don't understand me working in the theater as a journalist, they don't understand how Broadway Black has been built or what that means mm. or, you know, people that treat you like you're the help. Right. Um, mm. Like, Nigga, no, I'm making you relevant. Right, mm. like, you gotta say that. I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's helping you. <laughs> You're the help. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here to elevate you. But in the meantime, I'm still gonna be here. Mm. Like I'm going, to, regardless of what happens with your career, I'm going to be here. Mm. My space is already solidified. Mm. Because, I'm not going anywhere because you were here to elevate us. Actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like. Yeah. I don't understand what that that whole mind frame is, but if people just they just don't know. Yeah. They don't understand the process. They don't understand um, how you get there and and what work that takes. Especially if they don't understand um, how money is being made. Right. If they don't understand where the money is coming from, then it almost loses its value for them. Yeah. Um, and so mm. you, you have to really realize that you know your work is important and what your your voice is important. And like everyone else here has said, that you are valuable. Um, and yeah, and just and affirm yourself in those spaces and stand up for yourself. And know that, like you said, that can be hard and it can take some time. But tell them, I am a playwright. I am an actor, and I and I'm going to be like that's not going to change, mm-hmm. you know. So don't let them devalue you. Um, Amen. And yeah, and keep moving. Preach. But Preach. Don, Donya, can I speak real quick to yes, what you just please. said? Yeah, a little bit when you talk about um, like that feeling of wanting to matter mm-hmm. or wanting to be seen, because that also resonates with me when I mm-hmm. think about like. Knowing, like, I'm waiting in the wings, or like, I'm, you know, like, I'm, it's mm. time, like, you know, see mm-hmm. me, all of that. The thing that I thought I knew but didn't know was that, like, that really began with first, like, mattering to myself mm. mm-hmm. um, and seeing myself and honoring that first, even when I thought I was doing it, I was doing it superficially. Mm. And so once I stopped pursuing that in a superficial way, I think what ended up happening was that I fell into alignment with my purpose because I was able to, in those moments, right, that kind of like pinprick you described, yeah. that pinprick I would stop and then say, okay, well, wh- why? Yes. Why am I pinpricked? You know, like, and then oftentimes I could trace that back to um, whether, it's a- whether it's affirmation or whether it's something I needed, validation, something mm-hmm. I needed that mm-hmm. I wasn't giving myself. Mm. And once I, able, mm. once I was able to give it to myself, I actually didn't need it from anyone Amen. else. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So true. Man, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, we thank y'all so much for coming in um, and sitting on us. We, we going home, Danye. I gave y'all 25 extra minutes of my life. <laughs> we going home. <laughs> but we thank y'all so much for tuning into a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We've hit our marks and we've done it right now. I'm Drew Shade. Oh, God. I'm Ephraim Sykes. And I'm Cord Arrington Tuttle. All right. We going home, y'all. Bye. Bye, Bye. my niggas. Night, See night. y'all next time. All right. But, like, literally, I want to say, <laughs> for the past, what, maybe, like, six weeks, we've been, we got it nonstop. We've been getting it. Like, yeah. we're acting on a record. Woo! All right. We're going to fuck it up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be good. We'll get it done. Then we go into hot topics. Okay. Um, and then we go into a listen letter. And okay. then we'll be done. So we're going to try to get, like, get in and out. Boom. Okay. All right. I'm going to hold us to it. I know you are because you're trying to go. You ain't trying to be out here. I'm going to hold us to it. Two and a half hours. <laughs> Hell to the no. Well, we're not going to be before you long. We're just not going to be before you long. We can't do it this week. You, you said that last week too. I know. And we were like almost two hours and 30 minutes. You were just me and you. You, you were child. <laughs> you were you're actually two hours and 22 minutes last child. week. Child. You know numbers mean a thing. It's a good man, omen. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.